Hello everyone, my name is Rosin. It has been some months since we've all gotten together and podcast. I, has it been... Have we... Oh god, have we podcasted since COVID happened? Uh, we have podcasted we? for... Yes, Final Fantasy VII. We podcasted for FF7, yeah. Okay. Which was like... Oh, I think I said in that April. podcast, like, That's oh, April. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look back on Final Fantasy VII Remake as the thing that got me through the quarantine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> nope. mm. Anyways, I'm Raz, and I'm joined by Johnson, Fang, and Antinomi. Hi, I'm Johnson. Hello. And, uh, yeah, I, um, I figured, you know, I, I kind of started last chart left with the idea, like, you know... I've done podcasts for a while now where we're just kind of doing loosey-goosey whatever, informal talking about stuff we've been experiencing. And then when the time came for Last Heart Left, I'm like, maybe maybe this would be a good reason to do kind of like what we did with Yuck Picks, like a, like a more dedicated, focused thing where we, where we really dive deep into a subject. Uh, and then it became clear to me that all of us are kind of just like going off and doing our own things at any given time that there's sometimes less overlap in what we're all doing than you might think yeah I, yeah what the fuck what do you like, want me to focus on i can't sorry do that. Yeah, that i have same. my own time and interest dude like we should, my God. We should well, have a two-hour no, podcast I think talking about a, covid i'm not, not giving y'all shit for this i think it's a good thing but what i'm saying <laughs> what i'm saying is that i think that that uh Means that I should just say, ah, fuck it, and toss that idea in the trash, and Last Heart Left is just gonna be another one of those podcasts now, where we're just gonna talk about the shit we've been doing lately. But, you know, I think that's kind of what, what people wanted anyways, <laughs> so... Uh, we are the Last Heart Left. It's up to us <laughs> to yeah. make what Last Heart Left is. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we have a we have a whole smorgasbord of um, topics that... Oh, I, oh wait, no, it, it's at the very end. What? I was about smorgasbord. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a, it uh-huh. Sounds awful. It's a word. I don't. Anyways, so <laughs> we have a whole we have a whole plethora of topics. Yeah, thank to you. discuss. God. While using your vernacular, goddamn. Yeah. yeah. Go on. I I thought we had left one out, which is why I was confused at first. Then I remembered I I named it what I named it in our agenda and put it at the end. Anyways, let's just get into it. So we're going to start off with some fighting game stuff um, because there's been a few things that have been happening in the world of fighting games despite COVID kind of destroying the, like, Mm. local competitive space that was kind of the backbone for many people of the community. COVID killed a good chunk of video games. Yeah, yeah. Especially fighting games. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, which is very unfortunate. Um, but it'd be like that. We are in uh, Dark Ages 2. Actually, Dark Ages. <laughs> I'll say, uh-huh. I am happy now that EO is cancelled forever. Like, I'm t- I was tired of people defining their fighting game personality by which nine games were for were like available for EO. <laughs> Like, I was so, especially over here, because, like, even in the States, yeah, of course, fuck it, you know, go for your EVO game. But oh, I can see it being bad here, yeah, or ma- over there. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, why do you care if your game is not at EVO? You're not going there. You're a poor-ass <laughs> bitch. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, damn it. You're too poor to go to EVO. You know, there, there's part of me that's, that's 
somewhat disappointed that I'll likely never have the experience of going to Evo to be like my main game is Mbon and like talk to fifty people. <laughs> but uh, at the same <laughs> at the same time, maybe it's it's probably for the best that Evo considering yeah. the, So the, I'm happy that Evo's like out of it. people go too stupid whenever like they announce games for Evo. They were claiming game were dead because they were not at Evo and to be fair your game not being an Evo really fucked up your, chan- your chances of your game surviving, so I'm fucking glad they're over. I, um, I, I, I think the brand fucking sucks a lot, and I think the people who run it are pretty good. So I hope, I hope the Evo team itself, that's not Wizard. I was about to say, <laughs> you should probably clarify yeah. what you say. I'll, I'll name, I'll name him, I'll name him, don't worry, I got it, I got okay. it. But I hope, every, I hope the whole Evo team, like can uh find a way like to do do their thing in vegas because or wherever else they need to go hopefully not vegas because vegas well, wasn't really vegas kind of part of the problem too it sounded like um, a little bit with like enabling yeah. some of the stuff that went down it sounded like the location made it a lot easier to get away with shit i mean yeah yeah kind of yeah. yeah that sucks yeah mm-hmm. i mean the, Getting a venue there fucking sucks ass too, and like everybody kind of like. It's it's hard to work things in a fighting game event in Vegas, to be honest, compared to like everywhere everywhere else. Yeah, we are we are now on year two of me being like, oh, Combo Breaker is not happening, which was <laughs> Combo Breaker twenty twenty. Yeah, that sucks. Combo, that really fucking sucks. Combo Breaker yeah. twenty twenty yeah. was going to be my first fighting game tournament ever. I was gonna hang out with Jake, and we were gonna we were gonna play some Melty Blood and. I don't know, whatever the fuck else. Embon, yeah, uh, yeah, Embon. Embon be there. Yeah, Embon. Mm-hmm. I would, I would definitely have, yeah, done Embon, but yeah, but you know, here we are doing majors online. The Embon thing and, fucks uh, me up too because, like, I know I'm going to like participate and recognize people that I've probably fought in the online because the population yeah. is that niche. Uh, yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is. That's the beauty of fighting games sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll be like, oh, hey, you're that guy. You're that guy. I always send all thanks to you two. And I'm going to be like, oh, no. Yeah, I had, I had beautiful <laughs> dude just be like, hey, are you Johnson? I'm like, who are, what? <laughs> is that beautiful dude? The the, uh, the Zotto player? Oh, neat. Cool. Damn. Hey. You're famous. Then we huh? shook hands. Yeah. Was this was this while you also had that jar of peanut butter that you were carrying around in your hands? Um, you act like I carry that all the time, but uh, no. I mean, I don't know what you do to get through those tournaments. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is I, your profile real, picture every, on Twitter, so you kind of define every... yourself with it. I think. Oh, that's true. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. Oh <laughs> there is a I mean, whole... real, like every 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 year we go to Vegas. Me and my friends actually do. Uh, we do the um, the peanut butter joke. Johnson. And... So we we always try to get like a picture of me and peanut butter Johnson, on me. Johnson, in your profile picture, that you are not only holding up a can of Jif Creamy. There is also a whole shelf of it behind you. Yeah, we were at a Walmart. We're we're getting ingredients for spaghetti. To bring that to an anime sweep. Okay. Oh, God. Let's yeah. talk about let's talk about uh, something else right now. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we should probably just talking about just that oh, matter. God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, 
fighting games aren't happening in person, which is why rollback netcode is important and the games that utilize it are getting a lot of attention. Like the up upcoming Guilty Gear Strive, which recently had a beta that I think everyone except Fang here participated in. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I, he, spoiler he alert! I'm, I'm not really a fighting game player. Sorry, guys. Uh, oh, I should have not fine. told him that. We should have just like faked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, yeah, I, know, I know how to do a wake up. Super. Like you should have just said like six H. I know what that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Six H. Just say a number and a letter. You know. You know. Uh, Guilty Gear. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as long yeah, as the yeah. number is between one and nine, you're in a good spot. Yeah, look at your numpad, pick a, pick a letter, you got it. Alright, dude, I'm gonna hit you with the 7U, dude. Um, uh, Damn. That's real, that's real, you're a grand blue player. Yeah, you're a grand blue player. Cool! letter doesn't mean anything, but it does. You play grand blue versus, dude. Which, that's happening, that's also happening this week, but uh, uh, otherwise, where, where were we on Strive? Yeah, let's let's chat strive a little bit. So, okay. Uh, I guess uh, you, you two here. So for context, you two here are the Guilty Gear players, and I'm someone who has touched Guilty Gear. Uh, don't call me a Guilty Gear player on a podcast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I, I, I thought you went pretty hard on Rough Two, did you not? Don't call me that. I, I, I play. I, I play a bit of Rev One. I play a bit of Rev One. And... When Plus R came in, I got like top eight at the tournament, and that's all I did with, with Plus. Uh, oh, you're going to. I don't play this game for some. <laughs> for some reason, I thought you went hard on Rough Two for a bit, but I guess I'm. No, no, it was only. Uh, it was only yeah, I one. guess I'm. The, I guess I'm the go hard on gear. Guy, I mean, but like also, I'm very. You both have more experience than I do, so... While, while, yeah. while we're saying with Shannon here is like we like the games, we play them. We are not particularly. The go-to for guilty. Yeah, I don't know shit, to be honest. Don't even know how to IB. Damn. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, you were saying, Russ. Uh, no, I was just trying to establish our our experience or lack thereof. I guess I should say more <laughs> with, with the series. Okay. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll I'm gonna say. Experience. I'm gonna say. Don't get me wrong. I will beat. Whoever like is listening to this, po to this podcast, I will beat the Rasa deal here. But like, can you I... tag me in after. Yes, yes, yes. And Shanson will help okay. me. And Shanson will beat the Rasa deal here too. You guys stand no chance. This is in case someone we for some reason. We play the same character. We can tag team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only reason we're saying this is in case someone wants to reference this podcast. Like these two guilty year experts. Like we're not guilty year experts. Okay, that's all. Wait, well, they can call me a guilty yeah. year expert. When, oh when, God. when number one last heart left fan Goichi is listening to this, and yeah. anyone can be. <laughs> no, oh, um, I can be Goichi. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. So, um. Yeah, I guess y'all can... What did y'all think? I, I, as someone with limited experience with the series, I had a lot of fun. I played a lot of matches with uh, my pal Leon. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, I don't like the lobby system, which uh, I guess the other thing we should say is they announced that they were delaying the game to rework some things without ever... Yeah, June 11th. Yeah, so it was, it was like early April, now it's June. Um... They, I don't think they clarified necessarily what they're reworking. They just said they heard our feedback. They said, they they said they're 
they actually wanted to work on lobbies. Good. Because mm -hmm. those were They're bad. probably like mm -hmm. working on the lobbies and nerfing Potemkin, if, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. I, if, well, the, if Twitter screamed well, hard enough. Well, the open beta was an old version of the game, so everything's probably going to get changed. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as Ram Super is untouched, <laughs> that thing's bullshit. <laughs> no, no, it's yeah. not. No, it's not. You didn't play people who are good at the game. That's fine. fine. Uh, I'll say yeah. that. Uh, so regarding Guilty Gear, I mostly feel let down by it, and probably because I play Melia. Uh, if I play Leo, I'd be having the time of my life, most likely. Or, like, if I play more RAM, I'd be, like, more done with the game. But, personally, my current feelings on Strive is that it feels very weird in some interactions. Like, for example, the Gatling system feels very limited. And that's, like, the Gatling system is the, is the thing that, like, perplexed me the most about the game. Because, usually, Gatlings are very beginner-friendly in the sense that you can grab, like, some fucking idiot. They can press three buttons and they do, like, a four-hit comp, right? And yeah. it doesn't matter what character they pick, they can probably do like P into K into hard slash and they'll get a combo and they'll feel good about it. Yeah, I was about to say uh, we should and... probably explain Gatlings if we're gonna like it's yes, just yes. it's just the, like in, in previous games in the series you you can hit a certain number of buttons in order and they'll usually string into each other for a combo. Yes, yes. So like you can yeah. do like punch into kick into slash or punch into click into slash slash hard slash. And they all they all cancel into yes. each other. In this version of the game, the things are way more limited limited. P normals can only cancel into P normals and like some K buttons can go into slash or heavy slash, but not really and then, like, the heavy slash, uh, slash and heavy slash can usually cancel into each other and do more things. I think most of them are, like, if you go into kick and a slash, you have to either uh, use the slowdown debuff from RC or mm -hmm. Roman Cancel. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know that's some... you just have to straight up link it. I, I know, like, Milia can do, like, uh, standing K, standing K into Crouching Dust, for example. But... Yeah. I know uh, it's like most, Ram can do... most of the time, most of the time it's like command. I'm pretty now. sure yes, Ram can sorry. like do like crouching K into like dust sweep or whatever crouching dust is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. To. Yes. It, it's it's usually command normal into or uh, crouching dust. Yeah. Yes. So it. it's very limited compared to our games, and honestly, I just don't think that feels very good. It makes pressure feel kind of weird, but that's something like I guess we can get used to. I just want them to add the old. Uh, Gatling's back because I think it's one of the more fun parts of the guilty year and doing some free flow on your offense is what I feel makes this game special. Especially anime games like Guilty, Persona and Place to like just being able to like improvise your offense a bit on the flow depending on the situation. I think it's very fun. I mean when I uh, was yeah. like getting into fighting games, one of the things that like made me feel like because like for context best decision of my life the first fighting game i was like i want to learn how to do this and fight people online it was ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 and one of the things that made me go oh i can do this was someone putting out a video online that was like hey basically any character in this game you can do light medium heavy launch jump up in the air light medium heavy launch them back down pull out the Wesker assist, you pop them back up, and you can do it again. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, sick! Yeah. And that's, like, a good way to get in. <laughs> um, so that's, like, I feel... 
I just feel, it just feels like a core part of guilty and I don't like how it's right now. Same with like the Erdash. I don't really I, I guess the Erdash is gonna stay that way, so I'm not gonna complain much about it. I just like the or Erdash better. I think the or the old Erdash feels good. It feels like in some ways I'm trying to reinvent the wheel when they really shouldn't. Like people like these games already for a reason. I'm like dude fucking Dragon Ball has a regular instant Erdash from an anime game. Like I don't see why Guilty can have it. And with that said, are super saiyan. And you're right, you're right. If Sol was blonde, maybe he could inside. That's why, like, yeah. Melia has a far season era that she was blonde. But, yeah. um, I'll say the thing that worried me the most out of the game that I actually think is very, very poorly designed and it's not something I can to. I just I don't really like how this works at all. It's the wall mechanic. Uh, my problem with the wall mechanic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my pro- I, I don't want to get too much into this because I don't want this to eat fighting game technical mumbo shambo like the whole time i want to talk about other stuff but yeah we're all haters <laughs> my, my thing with the, with the wall mechanic is that it feels like a, so for, the, for those who don't know in this game when you do a combo and you go into the corner like the wall will start to break and eventually they will it, it will it will break and the one who got the corner gets like a meter it starts gaining meter passively and we go yeah. back and you go back to neutral you go back to like wrong start position so like the corner breaks and usually in fighting games like the corner is there as like a punishment for like the other players so you're like mo- like playing poorly or getting hit and it's being in the corner is extremely stressful but it's like a part of 2d fighting games uh i feel like the problem with how the world works is that it works very well for characters like kai for milia you know for pot because like you break the wall and you're back to like your footsie range, the place you wanna be, you start getting meter passively. But for characters like Sato, Milia, it really like doesn't feel good to like win neutral, uh, start your offense, like do one mix up and then like break the wall. It feels like the developers are forcing me to like just like play neutral again, but without letting me like Without giving me like an actual choice, my well, I said I want to. I, well, I say it personally about this mechanic is I, I wish there were moves that took you out of the wall and threw you through through the floor immediately. So like you could like decide if you want to break it or not because it feels like I'm just trying to have to have fun and dice case like no bro you have to break this wall and go back to neutral. And well, there's some characters that don't get affected by it. Like it feels very bad. Like win neutral with Milia, which is a character which uh, it has good neutral, but like you play a character to mix people up, and like she usually tends to lose in neutral interactions because her health is all. So I, it feels really bad to like be playing the character and then be forced to play again when like if I touch you with this character, I don't want you to play the game ever again. And that's probably why they're putting the wall in. That, uh, that's what yeah. I because I saw discussions online where people were, I was seeing something like. People were talking like part of the reason that wall exists was probably to you know for examples like Milia or whatever when she when she knocks you down and was able to do the stuff with her hair um, and people being like oh well that feels bad but then also people pointing out but part of when you play Milia you don't even like part of learning how to fight that character is not being put into that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, the so I was indifferent on the wall at first because like I don't have the insight into like for context, I'm horrible at fighting games, but I still play them. Um, but like, good at M-Bon. 
Yeah, that's most people don't count it, but it's <laughs> got the fans. We'll count it. We'll count it. We'll count it. We'll count it. It has we'll count it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, um, okay. No, what I was saying is, I was. You're talking. Yeah, about I was talking wall. about the wall. Yeah. So I was indifferent at it at first because I was just kind of like, oh, well, like it's different, but I don't know if it's like necessarily a problem. But like, I. So the thing that made me think about it differently is I've been also just like I've been picking back up Undernight and Birth EXE like clear um and just playing with people both just like on like sh- shockingly I've been able to find some like PS4 lobbies for that game which kind of blow my mind that people are still making those yeah um and just yeah. also with like friends in a like a, a Discord server I'm in uh and playing Akatsuki and just like thinking about the difference fighting Merkava at round start versus fighting Merkava when I get them into the corner. <laughs> and, yeah, and just yeah, realizing, yeah. like, if I started doing my combo here and then I suddenly was put back to round start position, I would feel really bad about that play to Katsuki. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. So, it feels that. It feels now that. you understand. Like, you know, I always said, you know what? Like, it was, like if you got like a neutral by Milia, it was most likely your fault. You you deserve to be better. And you know what? Fine. You tried to anti air her, and she did like pin on you. So like you, she she did the anti anti air. But she doesn't even have fucking pin in this game. So stop crying and take the goddamn mix up. Um, but yeah, it's it's something that I eventually, even though if they don't fix the wall, we'll just find Milia routes to like avoid the wall like as much as we can most likely if we want to do that and there will be like counter pick it's just like i don't know i don't know if it's i just think it's a very poorly implemented mechanic that it could be very neat like i think the idea of like yo either returning to neutral with a greater reward or keeping oki i think it's like a nice decision making the problem is like there's no decision making here at some point i will be forced to return to neutral is yeah it? that's the problem is that you you are forced to use the wall yes well i was thinking it's really the, annoying. The, what I happened, and maybe this is just partially because I'm bad, but when playing the game, and you know, there'd be times with Ram where I'd stick someone to the wall, and then I'd fuck up the timing on hitting them again, and then they would tech back, and then suddenly we were in a role reversal position where they had me cornered, and that felt like a weird reward for them. For I don't know, it it that did feel. Uh, weird it doesn't okay, Rasen. It doesn't matter because there's like. You won't drop the wall combo at a certain level of play. Okay. So like, that's not like an interaction that really, really matters. Like, I kind of wish that wall tech wasn't that strong, though, to be yeah. honest. Uh, I just think that... They, I don't think the, the wall break needs to go away. I think it's fine if the wall break stay. I just think there should be like an incentive for not breaking the wall as much as there is an incentive for breaking the wall. And they should give me the tools. Because, okay, so to end this conversation, because we've been going for... I, I ate for a bit, but like... I feel like one of the reasons why I don't like this mechanic is that it make it makes it feel that in the corner all the specials do the same thing. So like with Milia, like a, a hair car breaks the wall, like Bad Moon breaks the wall, uh, the little stabby stab with her hair breaks the wall, like, and it would be cool. Like wait, wait, what if I want to break the wall? I use either Bad Moon or I use like the, the hair stabbing move. And if I want to keep my Yoki situation, I use I, I use like. Uh, a hair car and a hair car knocks them down instead of breaking the wall so I can call this or do whatever because uh, like Ram currently has like a move that's like her overhead that if you do it like right before the wall breaks it will actually just give you a knockdown and 
stop breaking the wall. So if they could give everyone in the cast like a move to break the wall and a move to like give you knockdown I, I, when the character is wall splat, I feel it will make like it will incentivize you to use all of your moves. Uh, right now the only... also yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so like I feel like if they give everyone something like that, that will be much, much, much mm. but other than that the game looks like a PlayStation Fix game. Like it's got it's, oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Like my only complaints yeah. are like I don't I don't fucking want to play Super Mario Three to go play against someone <laughs> to do a play against my really bad. We're playing Super Mario yeah, yeah. Three in this game. Yes. It's like it's, it's so sick. It's also what? and like, also if the person is not ready up but you click on them too fast and you're mashing your buttons, then suddenly it pulls up their profile information and it takes nine years to load if you I, don't live in Japan. It's I love horrible. the I love the mind game of hey, are you ready? Like okay, I'm ready up. Okay, then you both ready up, and then one of you teleports to the other side of the yeah, water. Yeah, screen. to the other side. Yeah, yeah. So there's 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 a reason why they delayed, and I hope uh, that they refine the game. Yeah, a bit before it comes out. Uh, That's what I have to say. I, I will also, say. I, I think it is my so far. We haven't heard all the songs yet, but like so far, I think that's my favorite soundtrack of any of those games. I I, I do I do want to give my two I'll cents say, okay, to, uh, yes. for the wall yeah, yeah. and like yeah I, I pretty much agree with Ant- what Antonio said. Um, you check on my Twitter. I have a very long thread about this fucking mechanic and how much I hate it. Do you want me to uh, link to that in the description below? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, so. send me the link, <laughs> Chief. Uh, eventually. Okay. I, I I could search for it, but not right now. But um. I will say that um, Exerd, y- yes, this is this is a response to like Exerd and how like hmm, insane yes. the offense of that game was, with how you can use meter and then just fuck somebody up. You're gonna die. Somebody's playing Elfelt, you're gonna die. <laughs> uh, somebody's playing Johnny, you're gonna die. <laughs> um, and then, well, there's also. Uh, how like offense and defense is such like a it's such a simpler like concept to learn in fighting games over neutral and i think yes, i think yes, i think i think returning to neutral makes fighting games harder for new players compared to uh learning how offense and defense works uh, in their like respective roles i 100% yeah. agree there because like I I always like talk about this like now I'm running like a VTAC server in Argentina and like I always say like actually the hardest fucking part about this game is playing music. Absolutely. Because, yeah. Like offense offense is very easy, like everyone has fucked it's... up mix ups, Oki's very strong. Um you just, you just you just need to learn how to do it. It's like it's like learning how to code. It's like executing it's like executing in this a era machine, of fighting know? games, offense is the easiest part of fighting games. Yes, yes. And like especially because execution the barrier keeps getting lower, so that becomes easier. Yeah. So the harder part is playing neutral. So yeah, so forcing players to go back to neutral will just make the new players want to like like stop playing the game faster because what once that ends up happening here, and I call this like the Grand Blue scene, and because like when Grand Blue came out, I was playing uh, friends who like play fighting games, but like th- like their first fighting game was Dragon Ball, for example. So you have like more, a more general like knowledge of fighting games. So what ended up happening is that I learned my Oki and my combos in like a day because the Oki and the combos are very easy. 
and I'm playing neutral and I, I'm out footsie them the whole time because like they, it's the first time they play a Street Fighter, like, you know? Yeah. And then like I knock them down and like I have my Yoki ready and it's like well actually making that we're making this like like and I'm not saying like Ram like Ramblu is like this. I'm just saying like when, when we started playing, what ends up happening is like the players that already know how to play fighting games will have a greater advantage over the ones that don't because the because the systems are more simple. That will happen in like up, every fighting game too. Yes, yes, it will happen in every. It doesn't matter. Making, like <laughs> David Serlin is trying to deal was, with this, and like he can't, he can't no, deal with it. You can't deal with it. Yeah. What's that guy even doing these days? Fancy. Strike. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> but like the thing, the thing about making fighting games easier. It's not that it makes it easier for, like, Fanshi if he wants to get it tomorrow. They also make it easier for me and Shanson, who know how to play fighting. Yeah, we'd still be his ass. Yeah, so if, like, Street Fighter 6 comes out... That's a little mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) If Street Fighter 6 comes out, and, like, Fanshi wants to play as a Street Fighter 6, it doesn't matter if that game has no hitstone. We'll fuck him up anyways. Like, that's the problem with this game. You can just make them simple until, like... An X amount to make it easier for everyone, and then it just starts getting easier for the people that know how to play. But yeah, that's all I have to say. I would try. Yeah, I'm very but excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I think I think otherwise though. Uh, once I got used to the Gatlings, I felt that this game was like a more streamlined Guilty Gear. Uh, like like uh, I I could in like older Guilty Gears, you could like simplify your game plan and like. Do hits, then dust, and then do your run your mix up, and you know it's kind of the same thing here, except you have limited Gatling, so you kind of just have to simplify your game plan and yeah, simplify yeah. your condos and shit. So, uh, and in the end of the day, like some cancel close S into like bad moon is a true string in this game, so like fuck it, Milia will be fine. Yeah, but... we're, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I went from uh, like. Being completely neutral on Ramlethal to thinking she was sick as fuck in this beta, yeah. the course of this beta. The the best positive in this game, like hits, feels so fucking good. When you hit somebody oh, yes, in this swords. game, mm. when you hit somebody in this game, it goes boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like even yeah. like Milia, when, when Milia is doing like her like fucked up air combos with reshumps and shit. It yeah, really I feel weird. like my yeah. state like is vibrating. And like it doesn't have like vibration function. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. they do it. But but then like when you land like five five crouching piece, I'm like, oh, this game is <laughs> so, okay. I was wondering uh, if that was a RAM thing or not because like the no, difference, that's everybody. the difference between RAM poking you with her toes or fist and giant sword swings and how those felt landed. I was like, there's a gap here between how they want me to perceive these hits. Uh, right before the beta ended, I learned that if if you uh, dash in, if you air dash in with Ram and then start kicking in the air, she like drops really fast, and I was like, ooh, and then I couldn't really use it anywhere because the beta ended. I thought I had more time, but I didn't. (laughs) But yeah, I I think that's enough. I I I didn't meet little bussy man in the beta, so I actually I will say. I was in the same lobby as Wooly. He left before I could challenge him. I wanted. I wanted <laughs> oh yeah, to. that's right. I wanted that's unfortunate. to. Unfortunate. <laughs> he's yeah. so. He's so Wooly. I was, well, like <laughs> me and Leon were trying to match, and the game would not let us. And then 
Leon was like, "Is that Wooly?" And I'm like, you think "Oh you shit!" Take him? I was like, hey, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see if I can attempt to beat up Wooly." Uh, this is the guy who, this is the guy who faced Daigo and like walked away alive. Like, you think you think you can take on Wooly? I've seen him play on Bond. I think I might have a chance. <laughs> Johnson, I watched this, so, so the the mistake was corrected, but I I clicked to a random part of his Umbon stream just to see what was going on, and the first thing I saw was someone select Epion and pick Shooting Burst, and I was like, let's go! Oh, okay, For context, Epion is a shoot that doesn't shoot anything. Anyways, the, the mistake was corrected and it was changed, but... Yeah. Um, well, he could probably kick my ass and strive, but... Okay. Uh, I do want to give a question to everybody. I guess to Fang too. Especially if Fang. He wants. Uh, uh, how do y'all feel about uh -huh. the music in this game? I love it a lot. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I'll say this about the music. I like it a lot. When I'm training and like I hear fly like an eagle, stop <laughs> the sky for like a thousand <laughs> times, I'm like, okay, this is getting kind of tiresome. Yeah. I think, now. I like, think that one's like the weakest song. I, uh, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But my thing is like it's very good for like when you're playing against someone or when you're training. <laughs> it gets kind of tired. I, 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 I hope there's like I, I guess that's a me, few then. songs without lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, they're probably sense. gonna add rev rev two and like plus R music, so it's yeah, gonna be fun. Yeah. But yeah. I, I I like that a lot of that soundtrack is just Daisuke listening to Man with a Mission <laughs> and him going like. Dude, this shit bangs, man. I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta do Man with the Mission too. The lobby's all it gone. It sounds, it sounds like Man with the Mission. That's crazy. Uh, if you never heard that band, you should look it up on YouTube. Just they, they made the uh, Iron Blooded Orphans opening. I um, they, they also made Database. Too. I, my entire training, my tra my oh, training theme was eye to eye, yeah. and uh, yeah. I never got tired of the fake red hot chili peppers <laughs> never never got tired of smell the game never got tired of honestly i like society a lot i like and society Nagori a Yuki... lot yeah. yuki scene uh what do you fight for oh that's my favorite like... yeah same yo that rap part's sick i was not expecting like, it <laughs> whatever that stupid radio effect is during like the second half of the song like that's sick that's that's so stupid that's sick as hell love it a lot keep doing that so fight like a tiger that's stupid that's i stupid think that song. song has a reference to covid <laughs> i don't think that wait 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 i don't yeah, go off go i don't off, think there's any official lyrics for that part of the song yet but it's talking about like the medical field and will alleviate a crisis so that we can go back to what our daily life is or some shit and i'm just like is, is this a covid reference man dude covid covid's changed the game <laughs> That's what gonna be soul. That's what gonna be what soul and Fat Man do at the end of this game. They're gonna look at each other's eyes and say, "We're gonna defeat the coronavirus." Oh, send Axel to the past and be like, "Yo, how'd y'all deal with this coronavirus shit?" And then that's how he gets into Sam show. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Um, I think that's enough Guilty Gear talk. We went for a while. That's how we do, though. Uh, the Antinomi, was it you who wanted to talk a little bit about Skullgirls update stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about Skullgirls a little bit. Like, okay. So, um, for those who don't know, because you probably know that the developer of Skullgirls, like Mighty, got super cancelled for being a fucking super asshole. Super cancelled. Yes, he was a, he was a fucking asshole, and he got super cancelled. 
But luckily, like, uh, the rest of the team, some of the rest of the team, and Liam, who is like a, a top schoolers player, and now, is, and now is now the main developer, took over the game, and now I'm making more content for the game without Mike C being involved at all. Yeah. You can be sure Mike C yeah. is not involved, or like some other guilty your game, but Mike C has nothing to do with this. So, uh, so, fa- so they released after years and years and years a new character, Annie. A character that a lot of people wanted to win the game. I personally couldn't give less of a fuck about Dani, but like I'm happy that people are happy to have her finally. I'm happy. And that they're gonna be releasing, yes. Yeah. And like they're gonna be releasing like three more characters, more stages. So yeah, I'm happy because like for those Fangshi, uh, Rasen, and those who went to like our Among Us stream, Be Well Minimo was there, uh, making a memorable appearance in Rasen's channel. But uh, he is, in my opinion, the best scholars player in all of like. Oh, in I was gonna say all of in America. That's not true. It's like the best Spanish-speaking scholars player for sure. I'm counting Spain mm-hmm. and I'm counting all is all like Spanish Latin America, not Brazil, because Brazil is very strong. But he's very very good at scholars and he's been running like the scholars too. Discord like a server now where people can play scholars that are from like Chile, Argentina, or Paraguay mm. or Brazil. So I'm very happy that he introduces he introduces a lot of people to that game, and he likes the game a lot. And I'm happy that they finally get more content. I like watching scholars a lot. I like commentating scholars a lot. I fucking hate playing scholars. I think that game sucks to play, but I love to watch it and I love to commentate. That's it. so I'm happy. If, if, yes. if nobody has played Skullgirls and is wondering why anybody would say that, if you played Skullgirls, you understand why <laughs> anyone would say, I hate playing Skullgirls. <laughs> we, we are I most likely still going fun. to support. Yes, yes, I will support it because I think it's a very good game that's not for me, and that's all mm-hmm. I want to say. But if you're interested in checking Skullgirls, like it's the best time to do it right now. That's amazing net play, best net play in all of fighting games. Probably better than Strive will be, and like it has, uh, it's has lots of community, very good resources you can get from like Misumi Wiki, amazing for learning yeah. Skullgirls. If you for some reason are from like Chile or Argentina or Brazil and are listening to this, like uh, hit me up on Twitter and I'll link you to Skullgirls. Like it's a good time. So please, like, play the game. It's a very, very, very good game. I did not expect that Skullgirls Mobile being like the best thing to happen to Skullgirls because it just, just yes. ha- like everybody who's involved yeah. with mobile has saved Skullgirls. Like Liam, <laughs> Liam has worked on Skullgirls Mobile, and now he's you know taking over from XZ and actually adding yes. good changes to the game instead of buffing yes. Cerebella yes. for like the fucking 56th time. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. I can't believe I can't believe that motherfucker had like the audacity to call Robo Fortune guilty here. What the fuck are you talking about? Ha- hey, well, if you if you hit if he hit standing hard kick she does a goal swing. That's and that's that's, that's guilty gear. That's guilty gear. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that's like similar to guilty gear. That character's not guilty gear. That character's barely schoolers. Like, but whatever. Um, well, now, but yeah, I'm very happy that someone who hopefully 
is not a fucking asshole idiot like Mike C is, he's in charge of that game, and I'm happy that people can say they like Schoolgirls without being ashamed of saying it out yeah, loud again, like, at least for the developer. Like me. I, mm-hmm. I, I will yeah. say uh, uh, I'm very optimistic about like the changes that are happening to, to the gameplay side of it right now. Mm. Cause, uh, yeah, I think they, they made some boring characters very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and everything but the one Cerebella change was very good for me. So Which one's that one? The one that made her instant overhead, not an instant overhead. <laughs> like that game, that changed kind of whack. That changed kind of whack. But everything for context, she does fun. a big clap, and that big clap is not uh, a move that hits you as much anymore. It, 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 okay, so if she does a big clap, you're getting hit. That's all you need yeah. to know. Uh, but now you're not getting hit anymore if you just didn't clap. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all I have to say about Skullgirls. Speaking of fighting... Games. No, yeah. not games. What? Not games. Not games? Not games, only motorcycles. Vroom. Yeah, dude. Tatsakai, as uh, Shiro Kanzaki would say. You know that, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, Tatsakai. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be real with you. Kamen Rider. I'm gonna be real with you. Have not watched uh, past episode seven of. Uh, oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's totally fine. Like, but but they show. Yeah, us I was gonna say. So yeah. the last time that yeah, we've all con- since we've all convened, we've all gotten into Common Rider to varying degrees. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice quarantine pastime that uh, we've been watching. Uh, mostly weekly with some, sometimes we don't, sometimes we do, but, uh, yeah, we've been I, watching, I like, haven't been four episodes. Due to my situation. Yeah. But, you know, I, I mean. Oh, it. yeah, John, Johnson, um, had a very big life change recently, yeah. um, and so. another big life change recently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry um, about it. So, you can always uh, ask. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, but. Um, yeah, no, we've been going through some of the, uh, a more recent Common Rider series, and by recent, yeah, I so mean this... the Heisei Common Riders. Um, yeah, this started when I went, like, yo, everyone wants to watch Common Rider Kabuto, and Common Rider Kabuto is, like, 2006-era Common Rider, which means it's Hensei and not Neo Hensei, and people like it, Fanshi liked it a lot, so he started watching more on, the, on his own. And now mm-hmm. we're watching Kamen Rider Build, and yeah. on my own with some more friends, I watch Kamen Rider Game and Kamen Rider Exade. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kamen Rider's very good, and what I say about Kamen Rider, that's like, the, I, I feel it makes it very appealing, it's, a, it's clearly a show for kids, and a lot of dumb mm-hmm. kid shit happens all the time, because it's a show mm-hmm. for five-year-olds, mm-hmm. uh, but... They somehow managed to always have, if not a very interesting plot, because the Kabuto plot is almost non-existent. But Kabuto <laughs> yeah. does have hey, like very, very. <laughs> it has. <laughs> that movie was wild. Yeah. I don't know how a five-year-old can appreciate that movie. That was the best whatsoever. use of God Bless America for a heroic move- moment. Oh, from, dude! From a, from a, yeah. like, a movie God not with oh. no connection to America at all. <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. But like. If it doesn't have a good story, it will definitely have very good characters because Kamen Rider Kabuto has very, very good characters. And like, oh yeah, the, ca- it, the cast and, is amazing. Like, yes, and if not, it sometimes has like 
a very good story, like Kamen Rider X8, from what I watch, I don't really care much about the characters, except for one, but like mm -hmm. the story is very, very interesting. And then you can have something like Gaim or Build, which has both. Gaim has like a very, very good story and very good characters, and then like Build has both too. A very good story and very good cast. So if you're like in the mood, watch anime but anime is garbage right so you don't want to watch so it. you want to watch toy commercials <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like if you are in like the mood to watch something that's like like to cheer you up to like to like lift up your day and just have like a fun time watching like some dumb action shit that i'll tell you it's way better than any marvel movie you ever seen with like <laughs> infinity less budget uh, oh, I would yeah. say give Kamen Rider a try. I think Kabuto is very good for starting. I think Bill is very good for starting. And you can like start going ways because, hey, guess what? From what I heard, because like I got a friend after watching Kabuto together, I got a friend and he watched like eight Kamen Rider seasons, after, like way more than I have at this point. And like uh -huh. he loves most of them. Like Kamen Rider is a very fun time. I'm very easy to yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Common Rider as a whole um, is very, very entertaining. Like, um, uh, af like after we watched Kabuto, I was actually the one who started watching Build because I have another friend who was into Common Rider before and told us, "Yeah, you should check out Build. That's the one that they champion." So, like, I started watching it. I was like, "Wow, this is Which this is the... pretty pretty good." Which one's Build again? Um, I know X hates the gamer. Build, build is the blue gamer doctor. Yeah, build is the, the science blue one. and red. The science one. The, the one with his oh, model yeah, kit yeah, screws yeah. Yeah. that he uses to transport. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember yeah. that one. Okay. Yeah. I've been watching yeah, a lot yeah, of uh, Yuki. Oh, oh yeah, Yuki is very good. Ryuki, Ryuki, is Yuki is super good. Ryuki is a battle royale. Common writer that I don't think a five year old yeah. would appreciate in 2001. <laughs> I, I would heavily disagree, Dooku, just because, like, you see the common writer putting in the fucking card in their, like, Yu Gi Oh! Duel disc and it says final vent, and you they know it's about that. to happen. They just let him do that. Yeah. You could have shot, you could have shot the, the common writer Batman guy in the face. And he wouldn't have to do his big ass uh, Helmbreaker b Batman kick. He wouldn't have to do that. He wouldn't. He wouldn't kill you if you just shot him while he was putting the fucking card into his belt. But you know what? That's Common Rider. I guess That's I'm five. That's Common Rider. Yeah. Yes, I'm five. Because I'm me, I went back and started reading the original manga, which is on Comicsology. Unfortunately, it's a four volume series that they brought over the first three and this was a few years back uh and the company who was bringing it over uh -huh. straight up said yeah not enough people bought this shit we're not even gonna bother with the fourth <laughs> so but Damn. recently as Damn. of just a few yeah. days ago uh, i think it was seven seas announced that they got the rights to it and they are going to release the entirety of the manga in one like massive hardcover collection which they've done a lot. Uh, I have the Devilman collection in the space. Uh, the the uh, Devilman collection, which is two parts. Space Battleship Yamato, which is one, uh, and then also the Captain Harlock collection. All three. They're just like honestly the most beautiful um, manga I own, other than the Gundam: The Origin volumes that got put out in really nice quality too. Um, so which are also yeah. Beautiful. You can look forward to that if you want to get 
way back into the uh, the, the original manga is pretty pretty good for what it is. It's it's done by uh, Ishino uh, Mori, who also did Cyborg 009 and uh, was also responsible for Super Sentai, which I'm pretty sure is the thing that then became yeah. Power Rangers, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Super Sentai and yeah. Kamen Rider are pretty much connected by the yeah. joint. Like they're they're Who's, very close. They also had collaborations. Sometimes together. there's like sometimes the specials and like. Kamen Rider show up in the Sentai world and Sentai yeah. show up in the Kamen Father Rider Father of Tokusatsu, she yeah. don't worry, yeah. apparently. Uh, but also, also, if you really found like, yourself like as a kid and showing Power Rangers, you know, and maybe you try to visit them back as an adult and realize, oh my god, these are actually kind of stupid sometimes and very hard to watch because like there's so much like filler between all the cool shit. Like, uh-huh. usually Kamen Rider, even though it's like 50 episodes, it tends to be like no filler all action for the most part and the stories are pretty solid so yeah like, right now, even if it is filler like it's still pretty yeah, good. it's still yeah it's not it's not like like sitcom bullshit like it's drama it, bullshit it, it, but whatever it's mastered it's mastered monster of the week so i've been looking yeah, at yeah. it too and yeah. fang maybe you so like fang i know you said that there there was uh-huh. like a web series for builds that follows one of the characters and what happens when he's gone for a bit and it's like super edgy yes so yes. I, there is another yes, yes. is it amazon's also apparently like pretty edgy like it seems like any time they get the yes. chance to do web yes, or, like super... web specific stuff oh. they're like okay we can make this for like mm-hmm. preteens now mm-hmm. instead <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, no, like, I, like, this, I mean, this has been a thing for, like, a while, that, like, um, whenever they, like, there's, there's, like, a sect of, like, um, sect, writers and producers, uh, <laughs> yes, oof, yikes, Kabuto reference, um, no, there's, there are, like, specific writers and, like, producers at Toei that are very enamored with the idealized um, common writer for adults, quote unquote. So every time they do like a reboot of like one of the older Showa era shows, um, or like just spinoffs in general for like the Nets, like they really love to make it like more edgy than the um main series which is a good and a bad thing depending on who you ask um the biggest example of this that i can think of right off the top of my head that i've seen recently is uh rider time ryuki um which is a spin-off of common rider zo go um which is um the big second crossover series for all the common riders and it's like a se- yeah. it's a sequel to Ryuki um and I watched all of Ryuki before um Rider Time Ryuki and even like while I appreciated it having like uh some like it had the same vibe as the original series which is kind of incredible considering like the decade plus gap between the original series and the spin-off um like what 15 years um i appreciate that that, but like yeah but there are some plot points that were that felt like it was being edgy for the sake of being edgy like there's there's one part where a character gets stabbed by like two of his allies with like while they're having like dinner 
and like one of them takes the knife out of his body that's just bleeding and decides to cut his steak with the bloody knife and, Yo, that's and sick. eat it as if that's yeah, cool. no. <laughs> I'm not hey I said before like it's either a good or a bad thing depending See, on who you ask so growing up I thought like all sorts of like toku stuff was just like oh that's dumb like between like I never really got into like yeah, yeah. The, like, shows that were brought over as a kid or whatever, or, like, even, like, catching Godzilla stuff on TV, I was always like, oh, it's fake or whatever. It wasn't until, like, I became a little bit older that I started to realize, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's, you, you know, there's, like, cool, st- like, special effects. I mean, that's literally what the whole thing's about, right, is, like, the special effects and working with that right. to do stuff. Right, uh, I started yeah. to see, like, I started to grow a little more fond of that as I got older. Um, but the thing that I always, like, my tokusatsu experience that I really had before, like, getting into Kamen Rider with y'all now was, uh, watching Bio Booster Armor Giver, which is, like, literally, like, anime uh-huh. and manga, like, uh-huh. edgy tokusatsu stuff that really leans in more on, like, the body horror aspect of it. Um, also has two live-action yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah. movies, the second of which stars David Hayter. Um, if yep. you want to see, That's yeah, we, we sh- honestly, huh. we should watch those movies. The first one has Mark Hamill in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mark Hamill? Where are they getting I, these people? It, it's fucking, so the problem is that first movie apparently sucks, and then the second one was direct-to-video, and, like, David Hayter was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Uh, but apparently the second one actually is, like, pretty fucking good for what it is. Um... No, we, we should definitely watch them, though. But, like, that was always more like, oh, this is edgy, like, toku stuff. And um, I was always more used to that. So going yeah, back yeah, to, like, yeah. this stuff, it's all like, oh, this is kind of what this was playing off of. I, I understand that more now. I should go back to Guyver. I'm sure it... Honestly, I'm sure it probably sucks. And apparently the manga creator has depression and is just like, I probably won't make more. So the manga isn't finished. But... Um, I, I, I will yeah. say I, I only have interest in Kamen Rider because I watched, uh, Kamen Rider Dragon Knight from Saban. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, I, and, that, like, that is my earliest memory of Kamen yeah, Rider is seeing like, those, I didn't ha- the, I didn't have the advertisements. I didn't have fucking cable, yeah, so, like, yeah. my only exposure to cartoons was PBS Kids and, uh, sometimes on Saturdays, uh, CW4Kids slash, uh, was it, WB? WB Kids? Kids WB? Is that yeah, what it's called? Yeah. yeah. That's Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah. At, yeah. <laughs> at some at some point in, like, 2006, they started airing this show called Kamen Rider Dragon Knight. And I'm like, this looks like Power Rangers. Neat. Damn. And then I started watching it. Mm-hmm. And at 8, like, what was it? I was, like, 9 or 10. I thought, I thought it was okay. I thought it was cool. I did not know uh-huh. it was a Japanese property. <laughs> That's how I learned about Power Rangers being a Japanese property, too. Like, oh, shit. This is way cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and now, here we are. Here we are consuming Japanese things and talking about it. See, I never even knew it came over because by that point I was 13 and I don't know what the fuck I was watching at the time, but that was my phase where I'm like, I don't watch cartoons anymore. I watch adult things like anime. You fucking know. Uh, oh, I was. I was the worst. I think yeah, that, 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 honestly, like, <laughs> that was yeah. probably around the time where I, like, figured out how to, like, torrent Gundam Wing and was like, yeah, this is the deep shit, dude. So. Yeah, this is, that's, like, the time where, like, I told kids, like, yeah, I know how to hack. <laughs> I can put a Game Boy Advance into my PC. <laughs> nice. That's my hacking experience. <laughs> <laughs> I love hacking. Uh... 
Uh, Hacker Man, dude. So Kylan Rider's fun, but you know what's also fun? What? Telling what? all sorts of stories and being co-authored by an algorithm. Yeah. I don't know shit about this, so y'all y'all go off and I'll I'll, yeah. be, I'll be interested. So, all right. Oh no, hold on, Johnson. I wanna <laughs> uh-huh. I wanna explore this. Okay, you know what? Hold on. Should we just do this live yeah. to let to experience? No, okay. I will run. Listen, if we do it live, we're gonna be here for a while. Like, it, will, like, it will play awful for a podcast. Let's not okay. do that. Actually, I think now that I think now that I realize, I just realized. So the way I found out about this was from a podcast where they literally just did that. Actually. <laughs> now, that, now that I go back. So, anyways. <laughs> well, we are not that podcast. No. We are Last yeah. Heartless, starring Johnson, oh Rosin, Antonio. I like how you gave yourself front billing there. Yeah. You, do you want the podcast feed? I'll give it to you. This is this can be yours now. <laughs> starting <laughs> on my channel password. Go on. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, like no, actually, so, yeah, this is how I found out about this. This has been a thing that's apparently been booming for a, a while now, but I found out about it because people on Waypoint Radio were talking about it, and I think they did one, like, live there just to show it off. Basically, this is a uh, website called AI Dungeon, which uses a very advanced AI program to basically play the role of an interactive fiction game or, like, text adventure. So it, it honestly looks exactly like you would imagine, mm-hmm. like, an old like colossal cave adventure or zork uh yeah. style yeah. um command prompt mm-hmm. uh, and then spits out text uh, and then you have three different types of actions that you can type in so you can either say something you can do something or then there's just a story where you can literally just type like the next part of the story and then the ai will read what has all happened so far and try to come up with a logical follow-up sometimes failing miserably other times being shockingly yes. good at telling stories that incorporate yes. foreshadowing, yes, yes, bringing yes. back mm-hmm. callbacks, and like it—it it is a fascinating mm-hmm. tool to play around with. I will link it uh, down below. There are sometimes it's also extremely horny. Yeah, yeah. so you you can turn yep. on a NSFW yep. filter. Yep. for light novels. Um, <laughs> there are three different AI types. The most advanced one you need a subscription for, and the regular one runs on like a free-to-play energy timer. There is, like, a f- one that's completely free that's mm-hmm. less powerful but still pretty dang good from what I've seen of it. Uh, I am now subscribed to this thing because I think it is, like, I, I've been oh, damn. dicking around with this for a lot of, like, my downtime. I, I am also I am also subscribed. Oh, damn. I am not subscribed. I want to, but I'm going to see how long, like, my free-to-play energy lasts because, like, I don't play it probably not as often so like i build up enough energy to go through like a session oh, yeah every exactly day. like so, if, if you like, if you want to just have this as a yeah. side thing like you can totally go off of that energy bar it, it, can, it seems pretty can generous. i can i min max say i don't uh probably there it's <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just called taking breaks. That's min maxi AI dungeon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, thought I would ask. It's very weird. It has capable. Like there are different worlds that have their own like rules, and like you can create custom worlds and prompts that kind of establish parts of the settings. You can like establish characters and rules and uh, things like that. There's a multiplayer thing mm-hmm. which I've seen some people really get into. Every time we've tried it, it hasn't really worked out. I think it's really something that you yeah, only are going to ever be able to do anything good with if, like, you assign someone as, like, a DM yeah. and you have that person, like, 
try to, like, referee it, which also kind of kills the fun a little bit, I think, too, though. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel it's it's yeah. a good thing to play to play around on your own. I mean, like, have some friends watching us to share stuff. So. Yeah, it, it's a good little party thing, honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, there's another server I'm in that isn't even really yeah. necessarily, like, a gaming server thing. Uh, and I just showed it off for them, and we went on a yeah. weird little detective story thing where we broke into an abandoned church uh, to save a little girl who was kidnapped by a cult, and the Joker was there, and we fist-fought the Joker and saved a little girl. Damn. Uh, like, it's... Wow. This thing is incredible. It's that so just funny. sounds like yeah. Batman. Oh, also, the de- we, we went back home, and the plot twist at the end was that the detective still lived with his mom, which was very funny. Um, oh. he, he was like, oh, <laughs> that happens to me a lot. That happens to me a lot in the island show, where, like, once the story goes on for a long time, the game just assumes I live with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, we established this guy was, like, a 50-year-old chain smoker who, like, got beat up and, like, was an alleyway, and, like, is just, like, it's, like, I go back home for a good night's sleep, and your mom's like, oh, I made pancakes, and it's like, what the? That's why, also, that's, I try to, that's... like, make the story short, because I feel that the AI gets lost if you make the story short. That's long. definitely yes. a, a thing. Yes. Are you, that's how AI Dungeon grounds itself, you know? Sometimes you just have to live with your parents. Yeah, it's this is striking commentary. <laughs> um, I wrote a... Yeah, you definitely have to use... I'm still in the process of... Uh, pin features. Oh, sorry, what was that? We were talking over each other, I think. No, oh, no worries. No, I was just saying, like, you really need to make use of, like, some of the more advanced features, like pins and stuff, to keep track of, like, a really, like, complex information based yeah. story um, i wrote a thirty thousand gundam fan fiction that takes place over three different time spans that i'm still editing and i think we'll upload to my site and we'll probably post what it's done um and like it had a love triangle um like <sighs> weird plot twists about the main character I, I don't even know if I want to spoil it, and the fact that I can say I don't know if I want to spoil this thing I wrote with an AI, I kind of feel like is a testament to, like, this thing can churn nice. out some pretty, I don't know if good is the right word, but interesting, interesting stuff. Um, Fang, do you want to talk about your uh-huh. secondary use for this yeah. thing? I don't know if we want to get into this. So, I won't get too deep into it because um for reasons i will not disclose like there's a 50 50 chance that um it might show up in a down the rabbit hole video <laughs> or some similar <laughs> some similar in channel the of something yeah. it's a wild that... ride you know what if like if the rabbit hole doesn't cover it atrocity guy will yeah. probably cover it so don't worry yeah it's the, the one or the other we can say right who now knows is thing is in the middle of of a job that I can only describe as, like, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It would be like if suddenly Santa Claus came to my house and was like, do you want this golden goose? And you're like, how did, yeah. wh- why are you Santa? Wh- where did you get this goose from? And then he's like, don't talk, don't worry about it. It's covered. Uh, yeah. By the way, here's the company we work for. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has like a Wikipedia page that like is like three sentences long, but is somehow one of the most powerful corporations on the planet. And Fang's in the middle of some shit right now. I don't know how, if I said too much already, mm-hmm. even. Um. <laughs> no, it's no, you're good. You're good. Like it's not like it's not like I send an 
I signed an NDA or anything. It's just that it's such a wild story that I'd rather have it be told in like one sitting, which is probably when my contract runs out. Unless so, so they next, extend next it. Next last heart left. We'll be talking about Fang's job. No, I Let's want Fang to milk this for as many months worth. I hope that this is a five year yeah. thing, honestly. <laughs> I I hope I can write it out, but oh god. So uh I will say, I will say, it involves writing. <laughs> um, writing yeah. story content. Um <sighs> So at some point in time, like I was feeling pretty, like, okay, like, I don't know what the hell to write, because we've exhausted, we've literally exhausted every single option for vague reasons, I won't say. <laughs> but, the point is, the point is, is that I was having some writing, writer's block, and I was thinking, you know, the quality standards aren't really there to begin with, so let me just use AI Dungeon to give me a head start, and give me the content I need. And four hours later, after some refreshes and some editing, I was able to churn out some pretty decent plot content for said project. So, that's all to say that um, I really appreciate AI Dungeon as a writer who is able to do pretty good editing, but gets stuck at the ideation process. That I, is... Uh, I pretty good i think you unearthed some scary shit for the future where all writers jobs will be we've okay so i have to say oh, I, have yeah. to, I have to carry on oh, about yeah. this um so uh one thing so i am also a professional writer but a different type of a non-fiction writer i i write copy <laughs> for things that mm -hmm. people are trying to sell i also tried using so fang inspired me to try also using ai dungeon to see if i could do anything uh, so I started writing about the 2021 Nissan Versa, and it started to make up features that this car I know for a fact did not have. Yeah. Very dangerous yeah. thing. And I was like, okay, no, I'm gonna scrap this. Yeah. This is this is no, no, I cannot, I cannot do this. Good for fiction, bad for, bad listen, for technical writing. Listen, all you, all you need to do is put in the feature list and just make sure that it follows the feature list and the remembered. See, but if I type like... out the feature list, I've already done what I'm basically need to type. <laughs> um, so. Uh, anyways, um, what I will say is that I brought this up wrong. to one of my coworkers, who is also, uh, before he was doing this job, he's a little bit of an older fellow, he also did journalism for a bit, and I was like, it's just kind of scary to think about, like, there's things that can, like, write stuff, and, like, we, I mean, we're in, we're in a creative uh -huh. field where we, like, going through college and doing all the shit we did, one of the things that all of our professors are always like is, like, damn, you guys have it lucky, uh, that, like compared to, like, programmers or specific more, um, other jobs, you guys aren't as easy to automate or as easy to get the fuck rid of with automation or an algorithm or something like that. Uh, no, that's uh -huh. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I have been told, so I was telling him about that, like, you know, it's just scary this thing exists, and he said, oh, um, there, there are already places, like, actual companies in the world that don't give a fuck and are using... Not very good at what they do, but good enough to get away with it for now. Um, automated blogging things mm -hmm. that will churn out 40 blogs about their given industry a day. Um, like, this is already mm -hmm. a thing that is yeah, being yeah, used yeah. for, like, stuff in the business world and advertising and marketing and all that shit. Like, yeah. That's so no one's safe from machines. Cool we will all be replaced at some point. 
Dude, we're gonna be machines too. Yeah, Yo, I, as go. long as as long as what they're writing is in some cases just blatantly false and probably illegal, um, uh, or or like just written like no human being would ever want to read, uh, I will still have a job. But like ten years from now, kind of worried about. I mean, yeah, you're gonna be a robot. It's so, cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah. you're gonna get paid. Yeah, I'll just have to be robot dollars. The, I think is the the answer for that. Um. Yeah, yeah, what I will say about that is that, like, at least right now, AI Dungeon, while it does a pretty good job overall, it does require curation still at the level yeah, that yeah. it operates at. Yeah. Similarly, yeah. at my job, uh, there is, uh, we do animation stuff, uh, and the machine does some, uh, procedural animation that expedites the process uh and even though it covers a lot of bases uh they ended up having to hire people to uh <clears throat> excuse me what the fuck were they thinking jesus christ I hate this oh stuff. boy i am so <laughs> can't wait for atrocity down the rabbit whatever to like cover this if at all like i don't know if it's even gonna hit the finish line or not so like for all we know like we're just gonna have like a really crazy podcast episode just about oh i would love but, to have yeah. the privilege of being able to have you relay the story of what this is because i feel like it needs to be recorded for the benefit of humanity because it is one of the f- I need oh, to yeah, figure out absolutely. some shit too, cause I'm also yeah. part of this, and I fucking yeah. hate it. Yeah, no, yeah, it's <laughs> it's so stupid. I, it's I, kind of I incredible. genuinely don't think this show may have like. I was gonna say, I know. genuinely don't think I've ever. I guess technically this is secondhand. I I almost got on board with this too, but I backed out because I was like, I have to do shit with my regular job, and it's taking up too much time, and I don't have enough time for this. Yeah. But if I had more free time, I totally would have jumped on this too. But I have genuinely never, um experienced just looking into the void of a massive corporation and going oh my god some people have way too much fucking money it yeah like yeah. oh my I, god yeah i thought i was the one who got fucked by <laughs> you know corporations but the shit you're talking about that's a, i mean I, I, we're a, fucking a, okay okay johnson here's the thing though like <laughs> like, like thing, okay okay like they're cheating like, me well like, they're treating me no, way no, more that. well. <laughs> like, they don't need any more details. They pay people way too much for the shit for the work they're doing. Yeah, it it's like the old one from Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a bad thing, but some people are taking advantage of the situation and gaining oh, yeah. insight into oh, yeah. the secrets of the I, world. Like I'm telling you, like as. A first proper job after graduation? I would not have expected this. I would not have expected this. But here we are. And I'm. We are driving the, some the people we up in. the wall right now who are listening to this. So yeah. we might need oh, to move on. Yeah, no. We, one, we'll, day we'll you will learn, one day you will learn the truth. It might be a, a <laughs> that, while, this but is, one day we, we will. Listeners, this is your incentive to continue listening to Last Heart Love <laughs> for the eventual yeah, Fang yeah. job episode. It will happen at some point. At some point. Not um, a year. I'll, hopefully. I'll host it. I will be the host for that one. Speaking, speaking of <laughs> fantasy worlds that are somehow real, 
Uh, do you want to talk about Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that game's uh, fun. Like, it's fun. Uh, how do yeah, you feel about Bowser's uh, Fury? Sup- uh, I like it a lot. Uh, Super Mario 3D World was already probably m- one of my favorite Mario games. I, I think mm-hmm. I still, like... You know, it's hard to beat Super Mario Brothers three for me. Love that game mm-hmm. to death, and that's just oh, yeah. been some. That's been a game that's literally been with me since I was like five years old. So yeah, that yeah, ain't gonna yeah, be sure. toppled anytime soon. But I love Mario three uh, D World. Can I ask something? Yeah. yeah. How do you guys feel about the uh, run speed change and how that affects the game? Uh, wait, is wait? Uh, I I forget. Is it faster or slower? It's faster. I believe right? it's faster. It's faster in the port. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I haven't really noticed I, it too much, to be honest. I didn't mind it. I think maybe it does. I don't. I don't know. I honestly, it's been so long since I played the original, yeah. but like, I, I don't. I don't mind it. I, I think maybe there are times, especially during the scrolling levels, where it is very easy to just get to the edge of the screen and then kind of fuck yourselves over. But that's more on yeah. the player's fault than I think anything changing like movement wise. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. I think that overall, like Mario 3D World, already incredible game. Bowser's Fury is a very oh, good yeah. addition. That was I honestly didn't even look that deeply into it. It was more. <laughs> it's very weird because it was more different than I thought it would be from the base game. But you right? can still tell it's the same engine. It's very weird. It's it's a hybrid of uh, 3D World and Odyssey, which I find very fascinating. Like, I'm, like, I want to know how much of Odyssey's engine versus 3D World's engine, uh, it is. And maybe even, like, if it's the same engine entirely, like, they just, like, they built Odyssey off of 3D World or something. Like, I would be curious. It looks very, uh, extremely open world, more so than Mario has ever been. So, the thing... I, the thing I like about it, though, is that... So my problem with Odyssey is I just felt like Odyssey was too much video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I Something I liked about the like all the 3D Marios going back to like Mario 64, which was the first game I ever played, is like you go into a level, and each different like star is like, hey, this will change... Like, you know, you select a star, it'll change up the world a bit. Here's a fun mm-hmm. thing and objective to focus on going through this sandbox, like, tiny sandbox world. Mm-hmm. And you can play around to there, you can tackle things from different angles sometimes, but, you know, you have one goal in mind and, and one objective you need to do. Uh, Odyssey, I felt, was too much freedom, where I stopped caring about getting moons because there were so many moons that I was like, this doesn't feel special anymore, and I felt more like... It felt more to me like the Ubisoft thing, where I'm like, I'm just checking things off of a checklist. I don't uh-huh. feel like I'm making meaningful progress because the progress is so easy uh Mm -hmm. and there's still a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. i like about odyssey i think the movement is phenomenal i really like a lot of like how it looks and the design and everything yeah but Um, the satisfaction of like actually progressing through and completely challenging turn into a ball yeah Yeah. i mean yeah that is true that is true you can turn into human (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's like mm-hmm. stuff like that's fun, but just overall, I was I just kind of left Odyssey with I was like, eh. actually, I, I I traded in Odyssey, Odyssey, what the fuck? Uh, I traded in Odyssey at some point just because I was like, I'll probably never go back to this, and I feel like I, you know, I, I yeah. beat the main thing, and I did most of the uh, you know optional stuff I wanted to do. I don't want a hundred percent this; it's too much. Yeah, like honestly, World, like yeah. No, I was just gonna say, sorry. Um, that I think Odyssey really taught me the importance of pacing in a video game. Cause when the game when the game is just throwing like, oh, here's a moon, here's a moon, here's a new thing, like every like five seconds, like it's fun consistently, 
uh, arguably, but um, definitely definitely does feel kind of one notes like after the fact, even though it was a pretty high one notes, regardless. But yeah. You know. Um. You know, what I was saying is 3D World I liked a lot because it, it marriaged the linear 2D Mario style with, like, the controls of a th- one of the 3D Mario games in a way that I found... I, I think it's the best of both worlds in many way ways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I yeah. really... I hope that this style of game doesn't get abandoned. I, I would like to see them follow this up with something else. Maybe not for a little while. Um, yeah. yeah. But... I really like it a lot, and then to so when Bowser's Fury, I started playing that, and I'm like, oh, this is more of an Odyssey style thing. What I realized is no. So what it, what it does is it's an it's a big open world, but it's you it's kind of like honestly like, oh my God, this is so stupid sounding, but it's Wind Waker style where it's a bunch of islands that you hop between. <laughs> Um, I mean, and, you're not, oh, you're not like wrong. Ruby you're and Sapphire. Wrong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Too much what? Oh, too uh, much water. So, so <laughs> you go to you go to an island, and you got some fun stuff to do on each of the islands, and it, it is kind of like a tiny sandbox. And then when you're done there, you can move to a different island. You can get on the Loch Ness monster's back that I I think literally just called Nessie. I always forget what that thing's called. Um, Plessy. It's Plessy. 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 Uh, yes. Yeah. Little pussy. I was about to make that. God damn it! God damn it! Um, You get on little pussy man's back, and you can go between islands. Uh, Same brain. They brought the rain mechanic from Breath of the Wild. Or sorry, not the rain mechanic. Well, I guess it is the rain mechanic and the blood. It's an analog. Yeah, it's an analog. Um, So rains from Breath of the Wild. Bowser is a demon. Bowser became big Satan man now, Um, and. He is just stuck in this weird cocoon shell that will start to spin, and then it'll start to storm, and then ominous music will start to play, and then he becomes a giant kaiju monster that starts to breathe fire and rain hellfire from the heavens. Uh, and then Otherworld from Final Fantasy X starts to play, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the world is just fucked for a little bit. Uh, and also, there are some fun things, like there are some blocks that can only be destroyed by Bowser's fire that have some hidden stuff behind there, which is really cool. Um... And then you you get enough. Um, what are they called again, Fang? The little things you collect. Uh, uh, are they suns? Cat, cat shines something like They're, that. Cat something like uh, that. But then you yeah. you do that, and then you you free enough goop that's corrupting a bell, and then you get the bell, and you become giant, uh, like uh, nine-tailed fox Naruto. Yeah. Uh, Mario, yeah. and uh-huh. then you have a kaiju boss fight with Bowser, and then rinse and repeat until the game is done. I- Holy shit, it is like Naruto. <laughs> oh, it, it, dude, that was <laughs> yeah. the first. I'm like, this oh, is yeah. this is something right now. <laughs> like, How long is it? How long is it? Um, not very Fane long. Fane can probably I answer s- that, but it, it's not super yeah. long. It's not very long. I think I think my playtime is. I would roughly say like five to ten hours as like a okay. rough estimate it, like you can get thorough as little or as like many moons or not moons shines as you want um the, the i guess rec- like adding like the, ri- the original game that in real world that's a good package so. yeah. Yeah. yeah oh absolutely because i was thinking about getting this game i i was like yeah, kind of out in it, but I got some money back, so maybe get... like honestly, it's complete enough that like uh, I I mean, I've only really I, been playing. I barely played the original too. Yeah, so. 
Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, like, yeah. um, since I've played 3D World already, most of my playtime on that has been playing co-op with Julian and Fang and us trying uh-huh. to throw each other off of cliffs and, <laughs> I, and fight over I'm the dumb so crown glad. that they give you. I'm so glad that I was fine. I'm finally able to play multiplayer on this game because uh, yeah. I had on because I had it on the Wii U and like yeah. no one around me like my family doesn't play Mario so like I'm just, just like playing it myself so like hmm. um, I'm, but, yeah, I'm happy no, they finally added on finally online. online yeah shout outs yeah. to well, them it's on, it's on the Nintendo Switch though but so I mean yeah yeah they knew yeah, what they otherwise. were doing when they added that crown so for context you everyone's scores tallied up at the end of the level and the player who has the highest score gets a crown and then when they take damage in the next level the crown falls off and someone else can pick it up and you get a point bonus for having the crown at the end of the level oh, um yeah. So this co-op game immediately becomes competitive by its very nature. Everyone is trying to throw everyone else off of a cliff. Um, Mm -hmm. We're fucking each other over, hatching Machiavellian schemes to try to fuck over other players and make sure that they can't get through a situation without dying. It's a really good time, honestly. Four times out of of five, I would say, like, every time we try to get a crown, we all pay for our hubris one way or another. There have been times where all three of us have jumped to death and got a game over because we all tried to jump into (laughs) a situation where we all knew we would probably die to get the crown. (laughs) This game sounds pretty good in a timeline where we all love Among Us. Oh, we boy. as in the gaming community. Oh, we'll talk about Among Us later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we want to so high expectations for people here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. have anything else to oh, say. Yeah, the game is just good. That. Oh, yeah, no, Bowser's Fury is good. Like, I like Wait, it a uh, lot. Um, it's a nice little experiment. I think um, not too not too short, not too long, just right. There's like a hundred shines. Um, you only need fifty. It's it's good. It's good. Uh, highly recommended. And unlike the Mario, unlike Mario All Stars, Nintendo won't take away this one. I hope not. So get it I now. Hope not. <laughs> um, but speaking of taking things away, we're taking away hearts in Persona Five Royal oh, that I haven't, I haven't played. But I also some have not like played, that. and He's... I'm going to use this opportunity to grab another drink. I'll be right back. Y'all talk about Persona Five Royal. <laughs> okay. Okay. No problem. Okay. So you sound like, like a, we... you sound like a real host, Steffi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Maybe so I should take over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to give uh, some context to the people, like I, Shanson played on release, and I played yeah. this like a few months ago, like a month ago because I got free time. So, a Persona 5 Royal is the enhanced version of Persona 5, and it's just like the, the same game with way more stuff to do. And personally, like I fucking hated Persona 5. Uh, I thought the game was garbage. Like, it's fine. Like, it's a 7 out of 10 game, right? Persona 5. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. But, like, I like Persona 3 and 4 a lot. And the Shin Megami Tensei series a lot. And that yeah, game yeah. felt like a super letdown to me. Mm-hmm. It felt like it had, like, no soul at all. Like, you can tell, like, the writers did not believe any of the shit they were writing about in the game. It really fucking shows. And I think it's a very poor story about... Mm-hmm. Uh, like a revolution and like changing society 
Especially because like I'm gonna we're gonna spoil the fuck off Persona mm-hmm. Five and Persona Five Royal by the way. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. spoiler warning, skip ahead if you don't wanna hear out spoiler. But yeah, yep. Rasen uh, will so put something in the description. Yeah, Rasen will hope. put something in the description. You would hope. Yes. Make sure you pause and then look down in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. By the way, okay, we're spoiling shit now, so fuck you. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, like, I, I found, like, Pause. the original... So, like, I guess most people actually have, like, this, like, idea that, like, the first dungeon was the best part of Persona 5. Absolutely. Uh, yes, it's super good. The antagonist, Kamoshida, is fantastic. And then the game's, like, a mountain, like, full of slopes, like, high ups and downs, like, Madarame's kind of whatever. The guy that comes after Madarame. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Madarame is okay. Kaneshiro is it after Madarame? Uh, it's uh, yeah, Kaneshiro. Kaneshiro fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. cartoon villain. And like, cartoon villain. Yeah, like, straight up cartoon villain. Then Futaba is very good. Then Haru's dad is fucking trash. And I love like, Amazon. <laughs> I know, you know, we know you, Shanson. <laughs> then like, uh, Shido is pretty good. I actually like Shido a lot. And then the ending of that, the original game, is fucking garbage. It's very, hey. very bad. Yes. That game, the ending of P five, tricked me <laughs> very well. It made me yeah, think, wow, yeah, but- this game is fucking awesome. Yeah. Wow. It starts and like. The Igor scene, the Igor scene in which Igor betrays you, like, it's genius, right? It's no such way, a good idea. like, they replaced it's... Igor? Oh, that's yeah. crazy! And, like, especially, it's like, because, really like, maybe... good trick. Yes, yes, I like yes, the Igor, like... thank you, I will have to, I do have to admit. Because, <laughs> um, like, the thing about Igor, that maybe some people like the context, because he started with Persona 5 or a little bit later, is that in Japan, Igor's voice actor died. And, like, yeah. when Ultimax released over here, like, his voice actor got changed. So, like, when you start the new game and you hear Igor's new voice, you don't think, oh, that's, well, that's a new take on Igor, right? Because the fucker's dead and the other person's not here. And then, like, the twist comes out and, like, there were so many hints towards the Igor twist. And that part's great, but then, like, the game keeps going and it's very bad. Yeah, like, like, I... Yeah, that was the point yeah. where I actually thought about the as story. A non, as yeah. a non-Persona about the story 5 before. hater... That Igor thing is like a shining point of me. Like I, I fucking love that thing. But yeah, like you said, the thing keeps going. Yeah, like, I feel like the biggest, the biggest problem with like Persona Five, especially, is like, cause like it makes sense in the Persona sense. Cause like my favorite scene in all of the Persona series is in Persona Four, when like Nanako gets sent to the fucking hospital, and you had your phone off because you were at the hospital with like your uncle, and then you turn it on and you have like all the messages of all your friends from school going like, "Yo, man, come on, everything will get better." Like that part's very good. It's very real. It's a very good scene, and like it feels like Persona Five wants to have that scene every twenty minutes at some point. It's kind of fucked up. It uh, it very much films it in. Yes, and like it's very it. bad. I feel when like it, you're trying to tell a story about people who try to change society, but like they can't change it unless society agrees with them. There's like a very it's a very Japanese story that's for sure, yeah. but like yeah. uh, it it's very it's very stupid it's very stupid. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me up to that point, Shanta. Uh, I'm I'm much more forgiving about Persona Five mostly because yeah I generally just don't give a fuck about its narrative. It, yes, that's right. It sucks, but yeah, and, also... and I always I was very disappointed because like I like some of the characters a lot. Like I used to like Ver- Anna at the beginning, and then she's nothing. Yeah, yeah. And like I like yeah. Makoto, I like Yusuke, I like yeah. Futada a lot. I feel like it has a very good cast. It's just that 
whenever like you're hanging out with them, like in Persona Four and like even Three, there were like so many scenes where you just hang in them because they were your friends and you were chilling. But like most of the time, like Persona Five is like, yeah, we're hanging out because of this garbage story. Like this story is so bad. <laughs> and, like, I don't want to talk about the story with these characters. However, everything that they added in Royal is such an improvement, though. It's cool as shit. It's amazing. Like, and I was like going in with so little expectations because Atlas Enhanced Editions, like Golden, usually like everything they add make the overall story worse. Like, it's very just, significant. Can I? Here, can I? Work. So one thing that I didn't like about Persona Five is I felt like a lot. One of my things that I really did not like about P5 was that it felt like a lot of it was like, okay, we're going to take the best shit that worked in P3 and P4 and just rework it. Is all of the new stuff that's good in Royal, like, original, or is it kind of... Yes, it's pretty much yeah, original. That's it's pretty okay. much original. And, like, what I really like about it is that they did something that, like, I didn't think about until, like, I played this game. But someone went, what if we have, like, a villain in Persona 5 that's, like, morally gray, you know, instead of a cartoon character? And, like, it's pretty fucking good, because, like, there's a point where, like, I mean, uh, so the way, I'm, we're gonna spoil everything, because fuck it, but, like... What a, wait, what, what, uh, what a breath of fresh air to have a character with depth in Persona yes. 5. <laughs> yes, yes. A villain with depth with in Persona 5 is, like, yeah. holy shit, By the way, uh, crazy. if you've been hearing keyboard sounds, it's because I'm photoshopping in, uh, Joker's P5RR -R to the thumbnail so people actually click on this video. Um, okay, good to know, good to know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. So, like, what I was gonna say with that is that, so... Persona, like, uh, 5, of course, has the mystery girl, in which case is, uh, what's her name, Shanson? Not her real name, like, uh... Kasumi. Kasumi, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank so god it, I got that right. <laughs> so, it has, like, this mystery girl, which is Kasumi, and, yo, surprise, surprise, the mystery girl is really good. I like her a lot, she's a very good character. She's awesome, I like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, way more of a character than Haru. Like, Damn. amazing how, like, the mystery girl is more of a character than one of the party members. Haru but... is the mystery girl of Persona 5. <laughs> yeah, Haru is the real mystery girl. <laughs> uh... I, I, will say, I will say, it's really unfortunate uh, what they do with her in, the, like, the main, like, vanilla story narrative part of the mm. game, to be honest. Yes, yes, I agree. And, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, she's a great character. Um, but... Uh... Yeah, in the main story part, she's kind of left out because kind of hard to work her in there. But like yeah. once like her part of the story comes in at the end, it's very very good. I like her a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, she's called Sumire, and like Sumire is a good name. Sumire plays good things. But <laughs> also, they had like this character, like he is like your um, counselor in the school, uh, and he uh, spoilers. He turns out to be the main antagonist. But what he wants Great to character. do. Great character. Yeah, he he's fantastic. He's like the best villain person I ever had. And like what he wants to do is like he wants to use like the power of cognition, right? Cognition is a big element in persona. To create a world in which everyone is happy and everyone has like their like desires fulfilled. So like he actually achieved this. Like once he sees what's happening, like with the holy grail, he goes, Yo, holy shit, what the fuck's going on? And like with some other like explanation, he actually manages to do this to create like this perfect world in which everyone gets, like, their desires granted. So, like, Morgana, unlike... Sadly, Morgana is a human, but, like... Uh, Futaba, like, her mom is back to life. Like, Makoto, like, has a good relationship with her sister. Uh, Mother Yusuke. Rame, 
Yeah, Yusuke yeah. has Madarame with him. Yeah, now. yeah. And, like, Madarame was never a, a bad person to him. And so, Joker like, does not have any of his homies. That's <laughs> two issues for a row with no friends. <laughs> and, like, one thing that's, like... Uh, I'll, I'll go into this later. But, so, like... The point is that at some point it creates this conflict with the antagonist, and it's very basic, but it works. Of like, okay, yeah, we're all happy, but we don't have to work to to get this right. This all feels very fake because like yeah. we didn't really earn this, and like the antagonist is like, but bro, I just want to make everyone happy. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care about being a god. I don't care about um, like world domination or doing crimes i just want everyone to be happy and like i feel that conflict is great and like maybe you think maybe you know maybe this guy's right maybe the phantom thieves are, are fucking idiots you know like <laughs> his plan seems very good honestly uh, you know he brings a good point he brings some good point and then like, the cool part is like you go talk to like because you can always talk to i always enjoy in the personal games talking with like the random npcs around town and everyone's having the time of their life people are getting like it, are having uh, they're quitting their bad shops and are per, like pursuing mm. like their life dreams like I, I, yeah i will say like the npcs and p5 in general are like pretty good and, yes like, yes you get rewarded for talking to them and mm. like the last scenario like the, the, yeah because there's like one group of npcs which whose dogs die but then in like the newest scenario like their dogs alive and well with them there's, you know? there's also the homeless guy that sleeps in like shibuya in the yes shibuya station and he's just like, what the fuck's happening? Why the fuck is everybody so happy? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, weird yeah, as yeah. shit. I'm a so killer. It, What's going on? <laughs> it's very good. The, the new dungeon is very good too. Uh, they do like a pretty good job with like the new content. I will say my only complaint is that like the new boss fight is more of a victory lap than an actual boss fight. Yeah. But uh, it's still like a, a good moment. It's a good narrative moment. And like. Oh. The, all the enemies yes. in between are pretty good, though. Yes, and like they do a really cool shit at the end, in which like you kind of solve the day, but so the, all the cognition is going away, so you don't have your persona anymore. And then the antagonist doesn't have his persona either. But he's like, bro, bro, I'm not fucking done, though. I want this shit to be true. And you start like beating the fuck out of each other oh, with no persona. Like, like MGS, like MGS four style, beat the yes. shit out of each other. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> it's so sick. That's, that's pretty. It's nice. like, it's, that's pretty solid. It, yeah, it's legit. Yeah, it's, like it's that that weird. section of the game was like, wow. Somebody surpassed Gurren Lagoon. Oh, I don't know if I will go that far, but it's pretty. I, I, I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> I think I honestly think that, but like I come away from like that moment, and then I think like, but this is attached to like this game that yeah. like it's yeah. it's yeah. way more like the extra content is so much better than almost everything that's on P five, and like. And I come because I, when I was playing through it, I was like, like you know, I played through like my uh, through Kamoshida's part. Like, Yo, you're the same school actually, and rules, right? And then, like, I guess, like, so like depressed playing through the rest of the game, thinking, oh, actually, Persona 5 is kind of lame. And <laughs> but then I get to this part, and they use their, their character so well, they tell a pretty good story with a really good antagonist, and like, it gives me hope for Persona 6 at least. Like, that's like the good thing mm -hmm. I can say about it, yeah. And like, to add something else, like, something I really hate, one of my biggest problems with P5 was Akechi, because I thought Akechi fucking sucked. Like, I, I they tried to make some. Him. I don't understand he, how he took he, off like he did, honestly. He, he was written in such a way that he felt important, but treated very throwaway. Yes, and, like, they mm -hmm. feel like 
you feel like they tried to do something different with him, but they ended up just doing the same. Like he's he really feels like an Adachi 2.0 mixed with Shirogane. And I you hate know? how his and thing like, ends with like. It, Persona games are now written like knowing that they're gonna write a million spin-offs, and I kind of yes, fucking hate yes, that. Yes. But what so, do you do? It's um, just gonna be bound to happen. So, yeah. but in Royal though, they completely rework his social link. It's completely different now, and uh, it's not actually automatic anymore. You have to talk to him, and they very much fix his character. I like the new version of Akechi a lot. He's one of my favorite characters now. Um, yeah. They do some really cool shit with his social link, in which. I always enjoy because even though I don't like the Dachi social link very much in P4 Golden, I like the idea of the Dachi social link of like you thought you knew someone and you were like basing your development of a relationship on a lie. I always thought that was like a good idea. And with Akechi, like they kind of pull this off at the beginning of like you hanging out with him, being friends with him, but always competing, always competing with him. And like at yeah. the end of his social link, it's like yo, follow me, and he carries you to Mementos, and you have to do like a solo battle against Akechi. And the he battle just hates actually... you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he, you battle like I said, you and you finish the battle, and like you go on your way. And like the end of the social link is him telling you, "Dude, I fucking hate you. Like you, <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate your ass. You are the worst. So I fucking do they despise you." Right? Really change his role in the story, or do, do they just add more? Like they just and, add um, the social link, so and they add stuff the last... to royal, like the the new scenario type stuff. So he's still like. Role. Like, in the main story, I feel, okay, so in the main story, he's feel like his role of, like, still being, like, she was lucky yeah. and, like, killing people for him. And he's still, like, an lord and shit when, when like, they reveal him. But what I feel is very good is that, so what happens is that, like, Akechi actually fucking dies when they shoot him, right? Okay. Like, the dude's fucking okay. dead. <laughs> but, um, but what they do is that for the new, like, story, Akechi's around and he's, like, and he's helping you, right? So the reveal is that he, that... The, the antagonist, your counselor, he revived Akechi because he didn't want him to die because he was your friend. And Akechi knowingly, like, he knows, like, he's only alive because of this guy and he still wants to stop him because he doesn't feel it's right. And I feel that's, like, that's such, like, a good extra layer to his character. And something that I really enjoy about Akechi is that, like, they just completely lean over into him being, like, this chaos gremlin. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, because, like... Chaos uh, gremlin. <laughs> he, he, he's totally, like, this fucking asshole who, like... So at some point, uh, you... Um, all of your party members are not with you because they're, like, under, like, the spell of this dude. So your only party members are Akechi and Kasumi. Sumire. Yeah. And Kasumi slash Sumira. Like, they're, like, your only two party members. And so, because there's no Morgana and no Futaba, oh, like, Akechi does, does the navigation. And they have, like, so much fun with him. Like, if you kill someone with Shoker, he goes, damn it, Shoker got one. I need to get two now, you know? Like, <laughs> it, they have, like, a good time, like, developing the character. And I actually came to like him, like, a lot with the new character. I, I, I will say that the only reason uh, Akechi is alive is because after the scene where Akechi dies, you go back to sleep and you go, damn, I wish he was alive. So yes, I yes. Back I this got, glove. That's hilarious. <laughs> And yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. he's alive. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that's that's so good for the story, though, because the guy just wants to make you happy, you know? Like, yeah, and, and, like, that last scenario, like, really, like, like it gives closure to a lot of characters, but especially yes. to him. Yes, yes. He, he's really, he's really, like, trying to, like, what is it? He's really trying to think about, like, his own like, mortality during that arc. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I was very yeah. surprised by it. Like something I like is again with your consular, like they intentionally make his dialogue so that you can tell. Like they they did an interview to like the Atlas developers. I I I don't remember like who did, but like they said like yeah, we made his dialogue so that you can tell like there's no malice to this guy. Like this guy actually wants yeah. to make everyone's lives better, and I, it's like. Dude, it took them so long to make an antagonist that's like, yo, this guy is like, I can, I can understand him, you know? Like, that is why it took so long. It's because they didn't, they didn't let Hashino That's why this honestly. arc is so good. It's because yeah. it's all new people. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, and I, I'm hearing like, even though Strikers doesn't follow Royal because they were developed at the same time, I hear that one's pretty good. So... I'm, I'm honestly hopeful for Persona 6. I was thinking maybe I won't get Persona 6 at launch after playing this game. And also, like, all the new gameplay features, pretty good. I like playing darts a lot. Like, the, all, all the new features, the added all the side content, really, like, make you feel closer to your party members, which I feel was another problem with yeah. Persona 5. I feel mm -hmm. like that was the one where I felt the most disconnected from my party. And, like, in this one, like, yo, wanna go play darts with, like, Futaba and increase your rank? Like, yeah, fuck it. And they do, like, okay, so, like, you can, like, play darts to increase, like, how powerful is your baton pass with, with yeah, other characters. because uh, in this game, you uh, immediately, immediately get baton pass. Yes. Good. Yeah. So, uh, with everyone, it's, like, a first to 300. Like, you wanna get, like, 300 points playing darts. But then, when you go with Akechi, he goes, nah, fuck it, let's make it to 900 instead. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the hardest fucking thing to do in the game. I love it. It's so good. Damn. Yeah. It's, I, I, I was very, very happy, and again, it's just... Makes me feel sad when I think that all this new cool stuff and like the first dungeon is attached to like this soulless mess that is Persona Five. I but... I will say like was it my favorite boss in that game just gets improved with uh was it the senator or was it the governor? Yes, yes. Yeah. So like it's oh like, yes, yes. All, it's so all the new bosses get like new forms and like new new shit. But uh, this motherfucker gets his new thing is I'm gonna fight you one v one. Yes, all your yes. other party members. I want to do this shit myself. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it, it's so it's so like was it this this is like definitely what should have happened in the narrative because of how of like how that narrative goes with him and Joker. Because like Shido is totally like Joker's like one, you know, like yeah. Ayo, Kamoshida was for like Anne and for Yushi. And like somehow Kaneshiro was with Makoto, and so everyone had like one. But like you finally get one with like Shido and Shoker. That's your guy. And when yeah. Shido is like, now fuck all of this, all of these domestinations, and he makes it <laughs> a one-on-one -on -one against Shoker is so good. It makes it makes him being the bald buff dude like way more believable. Yes, yes, yes. Because he's <laughs> like. It's like in, in vanilla. It's like oh, oh I have to. Punch this dude? Why? Okay, whatever, cool. <laughs> and then this game, it's like, oh, I have to punch this dude? Okay, cool. <laughs> they did so, honestly, like, I was so surprised. Maybe it's because I was expecting nothing, right? But yeah. it's so hard to me to recommend Vanilla P4, Vanilla P5 over this game. This game well, is so much Well, if you fun. have the PS Plus collection, well, don't play Persona 5. <laughs> don't play Persona 5. Play Persona 5 Royal. Also, I will say the one bad thing about this game 
is that all the cool new content they add, it happens after a 100 hour game, and it adds yeah. like 20 that's more hours, so it makes the really game... Yeah. from jumping on this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't yes. know if I can do that again, especially it's with... It's way well, too now much Now you have a content. podcast where we all spoil all the yeah. good parts about it. Yes. About it. <laughs> it's actually like way too much content for its own good. Like, I really yeah. fucking yeah. hope Persona 6 is like... I, I don't like... I'm good at a 60-hour RPG these days. I I don't my, need. My thing is like, if it's 60, if it's like 100 hours, I'm fine. The problem with like I feel the, the Persona 5 100 hours is that there are so many chunks of it that are like so boring and mm-hmm. nothing is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because a good a good like what like half of that game is just you know shit I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, it's honestly like again, yeah. everything with everything mm-hmm. in Makoto's dungeons very bad. Everything in Saru's dungeons fucking bad too. Like, oh my god, having to do the space section again of that dungeon. I will say, I think it's, I, it's okay I, in this one. I think I feel, I find it okay in this one. I I come around to like Persona style dungeons. Like, I want the old randomized <laughs> shit back because they could, okay because here's the fucking thing here's the fucking thing because in the persona 4 dungeons they go oh it's why right, it's a hallway well you know what it's a fucking hallway no one fucking talks every 20 minutes like i just go on with it and if you know what you're doing you can finish that hallway in 20 minutes it doesn't matter how fucking fast you are because i seen speedruns those dungeons are gonna last you like three fucking hours it's Yo, very they, should, they should add some fucking mario mechanics to persona dungeons like <laughs> oh like God. if jo- like if joker had triple jump if they if it had crouch <laughs> then like long jump like Sending i could a finish calling this card shit in bussy, <laughs> <laughs> but like i feel like the problems with the dungeons being so scripted it's not that like in a first playthrough because you're enjoying like the game right but Playing through Kaneshiro's and like to Haru's dungeon again, and like, dude, oh my god, just stop explaining all this shit to me. I know this already. Don't explain the layout puzzle, please. Like, I've done a lot of like step on the platform to make the platform shine puzzles. I played video games before. You don't have to explain this one persona. Come the on. The best part about the last pal, the last palace's uh, puzzles, they don't have to explain it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's good. Great. So I'll say uh, if you forgot most about P5 because you played it years ago, uh, I will recommend Persona 5 Royal. I honestly yeah. think it's like such an upgrade over the original. There's like no, uh, there's like no fucking argument to be had there. And I will say uh, because sometimes because maybe like because people got the impression of like I really hate Persona 5 and I do. I actually really fucking hate Persona 5. But I think like <laughs> Persona. Persona 5, I feel, is like... And I really like Royal, or like the good parts of Royal. But like, I feel Persona 5 is like the opposite of like better of the sums of its parts. Because I think of like a lot of individual aspects of P5, and I like them a lot. I like Makoto a lot. I like the original, like, Anne story a lot. Just the aesthetics are I... phenomenal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like, the social mm-hmm. links are very good. The it's gameplay some of, is some of the most I refined, the, jazz like, music. the actual combat mm-hmm. is some of the most refined Megaton ever had. Yeah. Yeah, it's but better it, here. Even the st- yeah, it's even better. And like even stuff that like you will think like yeah, this is to include in a personal game like the social links. The social links are very, very, very good. They're some of the best in the franchise. But then like it all comes together and it sucks the, for some reason. The like thing it's- it always comes back to for me is it's like man, 
y'all are just saying shit. Like, it was the most, like, y- you are talking yes. to the talk, but, like, I don't believe you actually believe what you're saying. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I mentioned this when you were, like, uh, grabbing food. Yeah. Like, I ate a bowl of Frosted Flakes, thing... by the way, just a tiny one, but, yeah. Oh. Okay. My thing with, like, the Persona games is, like, first of all, yeah, they don't believe any of that shit. And, like, you can tell because they'll say or do something, and then, like, 20 minutes later, they will do the complete opposite as a joke. And, like, the thing that you can... Sorry, Shanson, I know you love Becky, but, like, the thing yeah, that I think is the, is the most disgusting part about this game is that the first dungeon, the first dungeon is about an abusive teacher who, like... Physically abuses, sexually abuses his students, and then you can date the teacher in that game. Like, what the <laughs> fuck so are you doing? Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? At least, yeah. like, Jesus. and I know it's optional. Like, why is it... the option even there? Imagine if Anne found out. If Anne found out, she will fucking stab you. It, like... it is yeah. the unfortunate follow-up to like when you take a step back and think about how all of the Persona Four character arcs go, and it's like this is a game about finding your place in society and becoming your true mm-hmm. self, but your true self also happens mm-hmm. to be the most societally appropriate, non-controversial version yes. of you you could possibly be. And it's like, what are yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. doing? Like, <laughs> like, your heart like is there, that was but, always... like, you're doing it like, ah. <laughs> I-, I feel it's something that it was always present in Persona, but I think like, this one is the one that it's called the most by it because it's a it's a game about like a revolution, you know, like yeah. revolutionizing society, mm-hmm. making things better for everyone, sticking up. Especially to the in the Japanese all. context. Yes, too. yes, yes. And like it's about sticking it up to those to those damn adults, you know. But you can tell it was those you can tell it was those damn adults who made that. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the problem. I'm happy that like Persona 5 Royal went on like a direction of like what makes people happy, you know, like is it good to like have a happy life if we work for it, if we didn't. I feel that's like the more big territory I want Persona to stay because I think in of- general I really like how they worked around the concept of cognition. Yes. In context yes. of Persona. Because I feel like one of the reasons why, like, Persona 3 story still holds up pretty good is that it talks about death, and then it's pretty clear. We all fucking hate it. It sucks. We don't like it, but we have to accept it, you know? And, like, you can't say something controversial about it. It's very hard to do so. Death never has logged on. Oh, boo-hoo. Damn. So what I want for Persona 6... Please grab something as abstract as death again, or like as directly abstract as death, and work with that so that you don't. Man, talk so about the don't... fucking pandemic. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> like just do Say that and don't make. Shit. Just do that and don't make fun <laughs> of the game. That's all I'm asking you. Was... Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! It's slightly better here in the American version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I always like my thing with Persona was always like. As it went, I was more like, I was frustrated in the ways that it, it, in some ways in the ways it remained abstract, and also like, I wanted that social link system to become something that it will clearly never become because it is not nearly marketable enough. Yes. Like, I, I think part of it was just as I got older, I, I wanted, if I was going to spend this much time in a game, I wanted a game about relationships like this to maybe lean, maybe tone down a little bit on the wish fulfillment aspects and be a little bit more 
about how complicated and sometimes messy or not fun relationships can be with people you get closer with, to. With the way this game sells. Yeah, no, that's never going to happen. Yeah. I'm never going to yeah. get what I want. Um, I, I've just yeah. accepted so, like, that. I'm going to go, Russell, I'm going to go even a step lower than you, okay? I'm going to say I'm fine with the social links in Persona 3 and 4 because those are fucking PS2 yeah. games, right? They did what mm -hmm. they could with the system they had. I like the, the social links in Persona 5 a lot, but... You can't keep making those things like that. Because I, I know I'm going to get some weeb screaming at me for saying this, right? I know, I know. But listen to me. Like me. You, you can't keep making social links the way they are in a, in a, in a world in which Bioware games came out. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But the way, the way like, you interact with those, with those characters is still wish-fulfillmently as fuck. And like it's still like pretty gamey, but there's so much more leaks advanced. It can't it can still happen that like you're dating one of the characters, but you're only dating them while you're not in the story, and then like it's not brought to you at all. Like in, in all those in all those games, like if you fuck someone, like yo man, congrats, you're fucking that boy or that girl. And then like one goes, Wait, what what the fuck? Well, how come you're fucking them? You were fucking me too, and problems happen, right? And you have to make decisions. And that barely happens in this game. The relationship you with only the get yeah, you, you only get one scene. Your relationship with your party members don't affect the story at all, like at all. It all feels like a like a smoke cover yeah. for like what's happening for, mm -hmm. and like what they need to do with the social links for the next game. Like the social links need to start affecting the story. Like I know it, it's and I, it's all because the calendar system makes it so it's impossible <laughs> to write it like this. So it's I a mean, problem. it's <laughs> like a it's like a combination of just like Japanese like game design and fucking persona team yes yes what the fuck the, they need to do but I, I just want you know like if i'm best friends with someone give me an extra scene at the end of a dungeon if like i'm lovers with someone like give me an extra scene with them at some point so like make other characters so oh yeah that's right these two are dating half from time to time that like adds up so much to these games and i want it, to it really yeah. sucks that i go Yes, go on, go on. Oh, sorry, you, you, Discord cut out, so I thought you were done, but, but um, I want, to, like, I, I always think back on Persona 3, and the thing that I took away with that, and even Persona 4 had this with some of them, but I, I feel less so, like, this just kind of became less of, less of a factor as the games went on, uh, even in the re-releases of 3 and 4, where at 3 it really felt less like, oh, each of these are a friendship, more like this is a relationship you have with another human being that you both get something out of. And you see how those expand and grow over time, and, like, how you each grow as a person out of it. Uh, and also, there were a lot of ways to, like, you could say the say or do the wrong thing, and people would get mad at you. Like, there would be disagreements. Like, it would go through the rough patches, too. And I I wish that there were moments in these games still where I, I would say something wrong because I didn't, I, you know, my brain wasn't in the right spot, or I just made a, a misjudgment of, like, the situation. And then someone would not want to talk to me or give me the cold shoulder for a f like a few days in game, and I just have to be like, uh, ooh, I feel bad about. Like, I like having those moments, and and I I think that the series lost a lot about what it could say about how how people get closer together by taking stuff like that out of it and and focusing more on just you know, you know, you mm -hmm. social link up, use all the gameplay stuff you get from it, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel that that's again tied to the calendar system, right? Because the problem with Persona is that it's a game in which you're working with a limited amount of times. Yeah. So, like, of course, you wouldn't want like your characters to not talk to you for a while. Oh, damn! 
I couldn't complete the social link because I said the wrong thing. Time to restart and shit because like I, I'm working on like a limited system. And like they need to find like some workarounds around this, in my opinion, or at least try to make the social links more impactful towards the overall story in some way or form. Like I want, I want, I want some... there to be party members who could possibly leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, mm -hmm. like, and sometimes yeah. they give me no option. Is either this one or this one? Yeah, like or... I'm not staying on the team if this, I... if you let this fucker still on the team. That would be incredible. Like, yeah, I know yeah, we have yeah. to save the world, but this guy's again. an asshole. <laughs> uh... And if you go back to like, not even like newer, if you go back to like Dragon Age Origins, right? Like that game got that kind of feel out. Does some this. characters. If you hit... yeah, fucking yeah, again <laughs> the first. So in in Baldur's yeah, Gate one, there are two. So in Baldur's Gate One, two there are like two groups of like party members that you can run into, and like your party members are like six people in that game. So it's like, oh okay, I ran into this uh, this like knight and I think like a like a friendly thief guy, and they'll help me out. And then you can also run into like some scumbag wizard and his friend. And if those two groups are in the party for long enough together, their arguments get worse and worse, and just randomly they will be like, okay, that's it. We're just gonna fucking like fight. And then your party just starts fighting each other and you have to pick a side. I want stuff like that in Persona. I think that'd be so interesting to work with. And I, I think, you know I what, Russell? Even in, uh, this I, is I what I was going to say. Okay. I, 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 I want to say, like, even in, like, recently with, like, Project Triangle Strategy does that does this too. Where, like, I think you can you can have party members leave in that game. That's yeah, your decisions. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, cool, Russell, this is gonna surprise you, but in Persona One, there's missable party members that you can get, like the fucking oh, first. What? No. That's crazy. No way. That's like there's characters that like. If you want to have the optimal party in that game, you have to go with four characters for like two extra dungeons instead of five. Like I feel like, and I know it's hard to do again because like. Promotional material and all that always promotes the mm, whole it's fucking It's a lot more expensive to have a character in one of these games now than it was back then. Yes. The voice acting and all the art and all that stuff too, especially. Mm -hmm. but, but honestly, if they manage to like acknowledge like my relationship with the other characters, especially in the party member, like in the story and like in, in heavy story moments, I know like it was always like being an afterthought, you know? Because like I, I hate switching between like best friend Ryushi and stupid Ryushi who wants to <laughs> grab ass in the story mode. And I hate switching between like girlfriend Makoto and Makoto going, I'm gonna be a cop when I grow up. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> also, please make sure that- I agree, Makoto, you're spitting. I'm tired. Please make sure the next cast, none of them become a cop. Yeah, I'm yeah. tired of main characters yeah. becoming cops in Persona. Akihiko oh, wow, was cops, the only one. Akihiko <laughs> was the only one who escaped the curse. I'm so done. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have to say. So, speaking of photoshopping so. in um, things to the thumbnail, I've just been adding more and more shit to the thumbnail since we were talking. Um, oh god. Including Are a you Valkyrie. you Katamari on this stuff. Do I, do I have what? You're doing a Katamari on this thumbnail, like just rolling up everything. No, not, well. I, I do have a Valkyrie from Macross, which is, uh... Time to go grab my yeah, food. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we all get one. We all get one. I can, I can so, stay here. I'm good. 
Um, I'm interested. Much like Common Rider, earlier during quarantine, we all watched Macross together, the original show from 1980. Super Dimension something. Fortress Macross. Nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, because uh, it was uh -huh. uh, it was between That's Gundam true. and Zeta, is what I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah uh, good show until it isn't. Um, that movie is fucking sick. Yeah, I would very say, well drawn. Yeah, the movie the movie's really good. Like, I like the movie. That's a, lot. a that's a the movie is I threw money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Like suddenly they just had a lot of money. I prefer the TV show because of the character writing, and there's some things in the, but like that the the love triangle the TV version is bad, and it's slightly better than the movie version in my opinion. Um, yeah, but like, man, that movie is gorgeous as hell. It truncates the story in quite a way. Um, but no, um. We watch Macross, so I've been kind of in a Macross mood. Um, we can't... We don't have a good version of Macross in the States. I had to torrent it because it, there's currently a rights fiasco with Harmony Gold, who bought... Wait, torrenting? Isn't that illegal? Anyways. Okay. Um, so, there's a current rights fiasco that's been going on since Macross was brought over all the way back in the day alongside two other unrelated shows and stapled together to make one generational saga known as Robotech. Uh, so, um, Harmony Gold has made all sorts of weird things that are Macross, but not, like, the fake version of Macross for Americans to enjoy for, for many, many years. One of which was a game called Robotech the Macross Saga, which had a PS2 and GameCube version that is apparently okay. I should look into that. There was one time I found it at an old game store, and I was like, oh, maybe I should pick this up. Then I didn't, and then the next time I came back, it was gone. I'll have to track that Damn. down and yeah, see same. if it's good. Yeah. But... It also had a GBA version of that game that was completely different, as handheld versions of games were at the time. Uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. And that ver that GBA game got a sudden HD remaster, like, not remaster, remake, uh -huh. fully completely redrawn to look like a Newgrounds like Flash game. Yeah, just came out a yeah. few days ago. Uh, not announced, uh -huh. just shadow dropped, basically. Uh -huh. um, so I was like, I know nothing about this. Let me download it and cringe at all of the names be like instead of Hikaru, we have Rick Hunter. Fuck off. Um, oh Max Genius is like Max Sterling or some horseshit. Why um, would you change Max Genius? That's like the best name in like the entire show. Yeah, Ma like. I, uh, Milia is Miria, which I laughed at because I saw why that happened. Um. It's it was a bad time, but uh, I, oh yeah, god, wait, um, this is for Nintendo Switch. Yes, I, it's for they, this... it's for the Switch. They redrew all of the sprites so that now it looks like a weird like oh, fl Newgrounds Flash like browser game that you would you would this, play on. Don't call it a Flash game. It's HD. It's high yeah. def. I, mm. I I'm I'm glad that Roy Fokker is still called Roy Fokker. Roy Fokker is still called Roy Fokker, which I'm surprised they were able to get away with. Uh, it's the name of a plane, people. But um, why is there a chicken pilot? What's the chicken that's pilot? That's apparently from? a secret character you get by beating every character story mode. They're all the same story mode, by the way. They just have different stats. Um, uh -huh. So, so that's what I want to get into. This is a shmup that has ten levels to it. Oh, uh, shmup. There are six, like, shmup-style side-scrolling Gradius-style levels, two isometric shooters that are really, very, really slow, 
two awful boss fight levels for a total of ten levels. Um, it's bad. I so I'm not very familiar with shmups. I can tell that this is not a good shmup. Um, yeah, no, like, I, it's, it's, I, I, it's dog shit. Yeah, like, I, I mean, like, I, I play some shmups, you know, Zero Ranger, good, Cave Games, good, like, all of those games, most good. Most of the shmup genre has been pretty good for the last ten years. Yeah. And then this shit comes so, out, yeah. what a stain on the, the genre. The thing that made me go yeah. thinking emoji. The hitbox extends past the actual ship. Oh, that's which disgusting. I, yeah, that's which disgusting. made me go. Now I don't know a lot about shmups. But I know that that's a, right. That's already <laughs> that's a cardinal a sin. <laughs> like, well, it depends on your game, but you you know usually you have a very small ship or you have a very small yeah. Like hit box. generally, like you don't have a big hip. Even if you don't it have a big hurt box yeah. and then big bullets. Yeah, like know, even if it doesn't like too. necessarily correlate one to one to like the actual like ship model, like you have like your little like uh hitbox indicator graphic of some sort and a lot of these yeah. that shows you, hey, you you'll get hit if you get hit on this little blip, but yeah, no, this this doesn't seem like the game to have that. So, so. you have you have stats that you upgrade because every time you kill enemies you get experience points. Um, oh boy, stat systems in my... <laughs> I had to go to good old game FAQs to find out the difference between my power and strength Why stat. would somebody write an FAQ for this? <laughs> to explain what the stats do, because one's called power and one's called strength, and they don't explain what they are in game. <laughs> oh god. God, why? Your, your, your power, god. so your power gives you more missiles, which is your secondary fire, uh, while your strength is your actual <sighs> damage. Uh, you can upgrade your stamina because you have a life bar. Um, Wait, this is a video game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. It's this, this a video a game shmup. on the Nintendo Switch? Um, yes. So, you have three modes you can choose between. You can choose between the plain mode. Absolutely a mistake. Dog shit. You take the most damage in plain mode. You are made of paper. And like I said, your hitbox goes way lower and way higher than how the actual plane is drawn. It is a mistake to play in plane mode. Also, if you touch the ground... Uh, so that's the other thing. When you take damage in this game, there are no invincibility frames. Like, the damage will just stack from whatever's damaging oh, you. Oh, God. So if oh, you're in plane mode and just drag the ship across the ground, you are dead in, like, three seconds. It's hilarious. Um, if you get hit you by four missiles in a row, they will all stack. Oh, God. Um, so you don't want to do it, do it in that mode. You can switch to, like, Battleroid mode or whatever the fuck they're called, where it's the actual mech, where you move at a glacial pace and the game stops the auto-scroll so that you can run and gun it. Uh, but you can't crouch, and it you also still take a pretty good amount of damage. So you are going to spend 95%. The only reason that you want to go into the mech mode, by the way, is that you can turn around and fire at things that come from the left side of the screen. That is the only reason to do so. What you want to be is you want to be in the dumb halfway mode where it's the plane with the arms and the legs sticking out, which takes way less damage than everything else, but has a high, like a larger hitbox, but the trade-off is worth it. It's very weird balancing. Um, you also just want to keep fuck? spamming your homing missile button, because even though they're limited, you have so many of them, and they refill so fast that you might as well just have unlimited anyways. I think I ran out for, like, five seconds one time. Um... It's bad. Uh, you know, when you put 
when you put the thing on the schedule today, I thought you were gonna talk about like, oh, they're they're re-releasing like a remastered yeah, version of the show. No, no, I the, they, no. they remade a schmuck no. from like 2002 for the Game Boy Advance. No one wanted that to come back. Yeah, that no one played. Like this is this is kind of incredible. Like. Um, I just want to know, like, what was the process for, like, the development decisions in making this? Because, like, this is, like, this is game preservation that somebody no one wanted, wanted. Somebody wanted to make this, that's so why. So, there happened. are many crimes that I, I've looked into it. I, I'm going to play around with, there are cheat codes that I'm going to play around with, because I, I played this game legit once, and I'm like, okay, that's enough for me. So, you start with five characters, right? You start with, um... Mm-hmm. Uh, Hikaru, of course. I'm just gonna call them by their fucking, um... Macross names, because fuck Robotech. Uh, actually, except I don't remember what the fuck Ben Dixon's name was. Um... Isn't that, isn't that a Xenoblade character? Uh, oh yeah, Hayo uh, Kakazaki. Um, but... No, so you, you start out with, um, him, Max Genius, Milia, Fokker, and Hikaru... Fokker and Hikaru are, like, the, um, Mario and Luigi all-around, like, ships, and then the other three are just dog shit. Um, Damn! Because doing Max Genius dirty. If your stats are too low in any one area, it's just, the game is way harder than it has any right to. Uh, everyone Uh that I've seen talk about this game says the hardest level is the first one. Um, it's really bad. And then every time you beat... Every time you beat the story as one of the characters, you unlock a different character. Except that's kind of bullshit because there are three versions of Hikaru. You un- so after you beat the game as Hikaru, you unlock young Hikaru, who is just Hikaru from the first episode. With so it's it's like the same ship with slightly different stats, I guess. And I guess if you beat the game as someone else, you unlock Stunt Hikaru, who is Hikaru from the flashback from the early part of the show where he's pl- flying around stunt planes. Um, and then if you beat the game as everyone, you unlock a flying chicken, I guess, with really good stats. Yeah, like the game was made by Lucky Chickens Incorporated or some shit. So. Uh-huh. Epic reference to your yeah. developer name. It's just not fun. Uh, I don't recommend this to anyone. <laughs> I I want to ask: Does this game basically play like a GBA game reskin? Yeah. In like HD Honestly, graphics. yeah. It, nice. It, oh boy. This, I I assume they didn't remaster any of the music then too. No, this no, game. the music is remastered, and that. What the um, fuck? Because during during the seventh level, which is called the final battle, also just like the show, the final battle is not the final battle. Yeah. Um, I yeah. got to hear the dub, um, Minmay song for the first time, which oh is basically some lady going, "We will win. We're gonna win." It's the worst shit in the <laughs> world. And I had to oh, listen yeah. to that while I went through this bullshit shmup level eight times because this game fucking sucks. And it's just, we're gonna win. We're, if we believe we're gonna win, it's the worst. <laughs> um, watch Macross, don't play this game, don't watch Robotech. Fuck Harmony Gold. That's all I have to say about this. Shout outs to Harmony Gold. Absolute worst. Well, um, now. Now I had to now I look, had to look into like just the development history of this game. Like Lucky Chicken Games, what have they made recently? Like, Honestly, they should remaster more GBA games. Yo, Honestly, remaster oh, Astroplay. Oh, also, also, 
there's a part where so two levels really become isometric shooters. This is the last thing I want to complain about because this is maybe oh, the most baffling right. thing I've seen in the game. Sorry, Antony. It's fine. You guys covered that. So <laughs> you get this isometric shooter part, and the the screen, even though that it's been stretched to like sixteen by nine, it's still a little cramped. So they give you a radar in the corner that has red blips and green blips. So, being a normal human being who has played a video game before, I assume the red uh, things are my enemies and the green things are allies. And the green things are these little, like, base things that I was like, oh, maybe the enemies are trying to shoot these and I need to protect the green things from the enemies because a bunch of the enemies were around the green things. I'm like, that seems reasonable. No, the green things are the targets you need to destroy to beat the mission. (laughs) Why would you choose green? (laughs) Anyways. Uh, um, That's... Huh. That's... Yeah. That's game design. Wow. Just all the... All the best practices for smups and isometric shooters, I I guess. Goddamn. Uh, But Uh, yeah, let's talk about good games, I think. I think we should talk about good games. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about good games. Uh, What's a good game? That's a good game. What's a good game? Uh, Yeah. You know what Hello game? Yeah. What? What is it? Please tell us. Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a Whoa, they made seven of those games. I know, right? They gotta up. be mad good. Most of them are. Most of them are. I still haven't played seven. Um, so like, I never actually played seven, and I got it on a sale recently. I mean, I won't say much because, like, I guess everyone already knows a lot about Resident Evil Seven. But it's a very good name. I liked it a lot. Uh, I was surprised by how well people like didn't talk about what happens after the farm, because I thought the game was going to end after the farm, and it kept going for a little uh, bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was very fun. I just think it's a very fun game to play. Like, Not that scary, but... It, it's Resident Evil. So. VR adds but a lot, it's, but I, most people are never going to play that version. But what I like, what I like about uh, RE7 a lot is that it starts as, as like, a more modern horror game, you know, no weapons, you walk around, everything's like very spooky. And then slowly but surely it turns into like a Resident, a proper Resident Evil game. Like, and it reaches like big Resident Evil when you finally find like that piece of paper that goes, dude, fuck Raccoon City, that was fucked up, but like it confirmed. Because like you're kind of like in the doubt, is this even like the Resident Evil universe, you know? Because like, I mean, I know it was, I know playing the game, I knew it was, but when that game released, we didn't know much about, like, the trailers were very vague, and yeah. everything seemed to, like, point more towards, like, a supernatural, like, sci- and there's no, like, magic or supernatural stuff in Resident Evil. It's all, like, bullshit science, but yeah. science, right? So, yeah. you kind of start thinking, oh, maybe there's ghosts and shit, but then, like, you realize, oh, this is Resident Evil, this is a bioweapon that we have to deal with. I love and, how like, all that stuff is handled. Like... They do it so well. <laughs> yeah. They, they do a pretty good job with all of it. So I think they... It was honestly like a very, very good experience. I a lot of playing on Madhouse right now. Madhouse is hard. But yeah. very fun because they switch some things around. And... It's just a very good game. I don't have much else to say. I like it uh, a lot. Did you play any of the DLC? Yes, I played the free one. and will buy the end of Soviet at some point. But I played the quick yeah, one. Yeah, that, that one is like stupid. That's a stupid... <laughs> piece of DLC. It's pretty okay. cool. <laughs> I, 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 I should play it. I should play it. But yeah. 
the Chris, the Chris one one's is fine. okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Like I feel it went on a little bit longer than it needed to. Yeah. But even then, it was still fun being Chris and like instant killing enemies by punching them. Uh, <laughs> the the boss fight is cool and all. So uh, yeah. and I enjoy how like once you get to like the Chris King, everything's like super action now, and you have to kill like a yeah, shit ton of yeah. monsters. It's, it's a it's a cool mo- it's a cool like switcheroo. I actually like Ethan a lot. I think Ethan being just like a regular guy that's put like with all these scary ass white people. Yeah, I didn't. I don't understand people who say he doesn't have a personality because I, his personality is being a normal ass fucking person. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. He's just a normal I, oh. dude trying to live his fucking life, trying to <laughs> yeah. find his girlfriend, and all of a sudden he gets his fucking arm cut off. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love. But what I know is he is like. Well, fuck it, I gotta do it. Now. Like, I can go yeah, yeah. He's definitely like, don't, like, once that shit gets going, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it, okay, sure. Yeah, like, the, the first moment you were, you, you, he sees a gun, and he's like, okay, fine, sure, let's go. And, like, that's why, that's why I love about Ethan. Like, Ethan is, like, he's such a badass, you know, like, he's such a regular dude. Yeah. But the fact that, like, he's like, cause, like, Leon in two, not in four, but Leon in two is kind of normal. But he's still like a guy that received training, right? He's kind of naive. He's a naive. Leon's a dork, person. though. Yes, I wish yes. Ethan was more of a dork, like or something. No, but I, I appreciate Ethan just being a dude because like Chris is a super soldier, and then Leon becomes a badass, right? I yeah, and yeah. like Shill is like so. So they're all people with training. Jill, Jill's a fucking like monster thing at some point, like. I like don't know. But, like, everyone in Resident Evil is, are people that receive some kind of military training or, like, police training. Or they know how to, like, deal with guns and shit. And or literal power. <laughs> yes, yes. M- meanwhile, <laughs> Ethan's just a fucking dude, bro. Like, that's why he fucking love. He's just a dude he, who, wants to, who wants to rescue his wife and maybe this cute southern girl. And that's what he wants spe- to do. His special power is blocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be that, but with more of a fleshed out personality. Because right now he just feels like generic FPS man and I don't like that. I guess so. I do, like, like... I do like his one moment in this game where he's, like, trying to solve a puzzle, and he's just like, why the fuck are there puzzles? I'm not unconvinced that 8 might, me- might make me turn around with how they do stuff, because it's very clear that they're setting Chris as a foil to him, and I think that might help a lot, having yeah. both of them playing off of each other. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So... I, I just really, really, there's like a moment that like Zoe calls him is like, I'm so done with your family. I just want to get out of here. Like, come on. <laughs> but like he still, and of course he still goes and do it because it's a video game. Like he has to do it. But like, I think yeah. he adds a lot that like he goes like, fine, you know, fine. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. I think like, I like that a lot about him. He never stops being normal. Yeah. Until, yeah. The, end, until the end of the game. Yeah, and he has to live with so much bullshit. Man, they should have made, like, a fake, like, five episodes of Sewer Gators and put it on YouTube, though. Good game. That's honestly, I would have to say, very good game. great. I can't wait for eight. That's gonna be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of good games, we've got more good games to talk about with Cyber Shadow. I have only played, like, a couple levels of this, which you can see if you... Uh, go to my Patreon and support me at the uh, tier where I offer Let's Try, which is, I believe, the $10 yeah. tier. I definitely played this game up until stage 8. Stage 7 is stage 8. Mm. And um, 
this game's definitely like advertised as a Ninja Gaiden game, but a lot of its design is very rooted in like 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 NES Natsume games instead of Ninja Gaiden itself. Like it feels like Shatterhand too, if anybody's like, okay. That. Yeah, okay. it. it yeah. The more you play, the more you start to realize that a lot of the Ninja Gaiden elements are more, um, like they're there, but they're they're. Yeah. It's not as it's not as Ninja Gaiden-y as what was the, the biggest Ninja Gaiden element is you being a fucking ninja, and that's it. Yeah, and I like kind of the sword swing in a way, but even then, not really. Like, um, yeah, because eventually that sword swing changes. because yeah. like the the gimmick of this game is that you get more like special powers as like every like every was it as you beat every stage. It's not like and what was that one indie game that basically was another Ninja Gaiden? It's not like that. The Messenger. Yeah, it's not like the Messenger. Yeah. It's it's more of a yeah. traditional platform. honestly yeah, yeah there is a lot of Shatterhand DNA. Yeah, there. it's it it it's made by one guy too. So, yeah. Um was it I was I wanted to say like I think a lot of the levels design is very like iffy for me. I I know a lot of people like praise like a lot of this game's design, but like it's it's a little iffy mostly because like I find like it, like the enemy, like the enemy placement and designs themselves, like kind of work against like a lot of the stages, because you know you you still don't have, like for the first few like five or six stages, you still don't have like all of your powers mm. yet. So like, there's a lot of like really hard shit that you have to deal with, and it feels like it feel it definitely feels like oh. uh... I, I don't know how to handle this, so I'm gonna, like, fucking run my head through it 60 times and see what happens. And that that that's that kind of game, depending on who you are mm-hmm. as a player. But eventually, eventually, the game gets very fucking good. And you get, like, a... You get this, like, stupid air dash, and, like, there's a... It's like a section of that game where, like, all you do is air dash through enemies. Because the, the gimmick of that air dash is, like... You you only stay uh, floating, and um, you only float when you air dash to an enemy, and then you st- you get all your jump actions back after that. So, it like it, it's a way to like stay in the air and stuff. <clears throat> uh, what else? Yeah, I like I, yeah I I like all like the power up systems in this game. Like you, you get like a little stupid robot friend that's hmm. basically from Shatterhand and. You get some permanent power-ups, too. I I guess there's a story in this game. I, I don't remember it off the top of my head, to be honest. Because, uh-huh. I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I, I, I didn't really, I didn't really care for it. I think, I think, I think you're, you're some normal-ass ninja dude that somehow turned into a robot. I don't... don't you wake up with, like, kind of amnesia, too, if I remember that Yeah, correctly? you, you wake up with amnesia, and you're, uh-huh, you're kind of just, like, trying to... Like find your memories and mm-hmm. shit along the way yeah. mm-hmm. through dead robot ninjas. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I think the levels are cool. the The gameplay is like very fun. It's very very worth playing. I think the game's like twenty bucks. I think it's a twenty dollar game. I think something. I, I'll play it eventually. Yeah, it, I, w- like, I was yeah. disappointed because people thought it wasn't yo. Club this is game. not, yeah, this is not a Yacht Club game. Yeah, and it? I'm like, yeah. I, why would I play? It's not a Yacht Club game. Like, I know it's, it's good, but... Mm-hmm. Like, I think, uh, y- yeah, I, you, 
I feel like uh, you can definitely tell it's not a yacht club game because it's made by one dude. I I definitely feel like it has like a very limited like play testing session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, yeah. But otherwise, I think I think it's a good eight out of ten game. Good eight out of ten. Better than Persona Five Vanilla. Yes, yes, yes. You heard it here first. Yep. Cyber Shadow is better than Persona Five Vanilla. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Even better than Persona Five Royal. Yeah. Put, okay. put it yeah, on. Put it yeah. on the back of the box. Just Cyber Shadow. Better than yep. Persona Five. Cyber Shadow. Better yeah. than Guilty Gear Strive. Honestly, <laughs> game game is godlike. Hell yeah. Let's go. Yep. And that's all I gotta say about Cyber Shadow. It's a it's a cool game. It, it definitely works to its strengths in the in a world where like everybody's really fucking tired of like. Like any fall NES shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to uh, get back to that, and I also need to get back to Panzer Paladin, which was another eight bit style platform. Yeah, I really fucking liked a lot. Yeah, of that same. Game recently, mm-hmm. I, I need to buy that too. Yeah. Uh, that game's sick. Um, there's no good segue here. I think we. I think we. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Among us. Among us. Speaking Among of games us. from small teams, uh, the people who made Unholy Heights made <laughs> this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm very interested in this game. I want to. Antinomi, I think you would really enjoy this one. Um, I, has... I this has this exudes Antinomi energy, honestly. So like this game is like it's pretty much like single player Among Us. So like you are put with like a cast of characters. And there's gonna be a culprit, and the culprit is randomly generated, right? Yep. And yeah. So th- yep. the game we're playing is Nausea thing, and I got this. It came out just recently, uh, and yesterday. Well, it was localized just recently. Yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this was a Vita game originally, I guess. Yes. Yes. One of the reasons why I bought the Vita, and they never really know. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And uh, honestly, I don't think that. In a world where Among Us doesn't take off, I don't think this game gets brought over. Like, I think <laughs> I think they saw an opportunity and took it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Among Us changed the fucking game, man. Yeah. Oh, Trailblazers, <laughs> honestly. There, there are several yeah. points where they say, like, oh, we have to look for the monster Among Us, and there is one point where they say <laughs> we have to suss out the culprit. Every um, time, right. dude, every time that comes up, I take a screenshot. I take a screenshot. <laughs> so, so, um, Nausea is a game where I'm. I'm just gonna put it out here. You wake up on a spaceship, and there's a person who wakes you up, and they're like, "Hey, uh, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through some stuff real quick. Um, th- there's a lot of confusion." Uh, that person asks you something like, hey, how do you feel about humanity? And then the options are like, I want all of them dead, or, you know, I think we should protect humanity. And then whenever you were, I, I responded, I hope, you know, humanity's good, we should protect them. Uh, the character is like, okay, yeah, that, that's good stuff. And then you go into a meeting room, and immediately someone's like, oh, the amnesia excuse, the good one, fucking, you're, you're a nausea. 
Uh, and someone's like, no, why would you pretend to have amnesia if you were a killer? That's stupid. And then they start mm-hmm. arguing, and then you get pulled into <laughs> an Among Us-style voting situation with no context for who yep. these people are. Yep. <laughs> they just throw you right in, which, um... I, That's for do. Yeah. Do. Kill somebody, go. Like, yeah. This, well, no, this, you, yeah. you put people into cold sleep, and then when... So, so here's the premise. You eventually learn... You are going through a time loop... But there's differences each time, so it's not really a time loop, but they're called loops, where you are on a multiple-day spaceship journey, and each loop you have a different amount of people each time. Sometimes people come back for the new loop, sometimes they don't. Uh, And every time someone is a nausea, sometimes multiple people are nauseas, which is a alien question mark it also might be a god from a different dimension not sure yet um, god parasite that yeah yeah, that, yeah. it's basically I mean, the it, thing it pretty yeah. much is yeah uh and so at the end of every day the ship goes into warp drive during which time time stops and the nausea can freely move about the ship and then kill someone um even okay. even when there are multiple nausias they're only able to kill one person yeah um and you start off with this very basic, like, mafia or, like, werewolf-style, like, party game setup. The only thing is that it's very interesting, and I think this is part of the game. So, during the early tutorial part of the game, there are times mm-hmm. where, like, people are giving you Zero Escape-style exposition, and then the scene yes. just ends and moves on to... I, sh- I, I just bought this game, I just bought this game. <laughs> um, but, okay, so, like, my thing with this, because I remember, like, one of the promotions was, like, the culprit or slash culprits are randomly generated yes. each time. Yes. yes. So, one thing oh. that I really want to like That's not scripted. Holy shit. One thing that I really want to like emphasize with this game is that it's very unique and that the game structure itself is much more in line with something like Tokimeki Memorial, which is very heavily randomized, <laughs> very heavily like like, the dialogue is very systematically, like, chopped up into informational chunks. Um, just lots of replayability and very, just very systems and RNG dependent. Like, it's very... So, like, what I'm gonna ask, though, is that after doing, like, a bunch of, like, loops, you know, or, like, doing mm-hmm. things with, like, a bunch of problems, do you feel like all of this is amounting to something? Yes. Or do you think... I'm on loop twelve. I don't want to say too much, but there is don't say say as little as you can. There is there is a point where someone's like, yeah, there's definitely a loop thing going on, huh? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why. There is progress being made. Yes. So that's so like because I heard the idea say, okay, this is cool, but like this has to go towards something, right? Because it's just like okay, just keep replaying this and like. Try to find out who the real culprit is. I, I could play like that other beta game that had like randomly generated culprits too. That sucked ass. I forgot its name. I know uh, I just have to. Uh, Lost, Lost Dimension. Dimension. Lost fucking Dimension. Yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. I wanted that, I could play Lost Dimension. Yeah. But if you're telling me like, it's amounting to something and they're kind of gonna yes. do cool time shit, I'm super down. Yeah. Yes. I also yeah. want to stress that by randomized culprits, I literally may- mean that this game, honest to god, reminded me of oh. 
all of us are in Discord together playing Among Us and just mm-hmm. going from game to game. Like, it literally, yeah. each yeah. loop feels like an Among Us game, and then everyone laughs about it at the end, and then you do the next one. It's so yeah. fucking yes. weird to have that experience yeah. with NPCs. Nelsia is yeah. like... A dramatized discourse. Honestly, it kind of feels like. But yeah, so the thing, the thing. Why the fuck would you kill me? Like, I'm curious to see what this game's doing because so like early on in the tutorial, like I said, there's a part, there's multiple parts where they start to give you exposition, and then the game stop, like cuts itself off to move on to the next scene, and I'm like, I guess that wasn't mm-hmm. important then. Um, there yeah, is, yeah, yeah. there is a point where, and I wonder. Like I almost feel like maybe there's they're trying to say something like with this. Also combined with the fact that at the start of like, imagine if you had to do Among Us voting, but everyone just stood in the cafeteria and immediately decided to vote right away. There is nothing to base anything on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like the game's trying to maybe do something about that because there's a point where yeah. the AI system that the ship runs off of takes you for a tour and you go into a uh, like a entertainment room and it's like there's all sorts of entertainment in here what do you like to do and i said like oh i like to play video games and and the ai's like yo we got the best video game ever rate like every ever reviewed here and it's literally just like it's a controller that like when you press buttons on it gives you dopamine in your brain like it's not an actual video game yeah, it's yeah. just like a, <laughs> like a controller that stimulates yeah. you and i feel like the game's trying to maybe do something with like you have a start and an end, but there's no middle to, like, anything, I guess? Okay. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, cool, that's cool. Um, yeah, one thing... Also, I'm, that... I'm impressed with how... Uh, oh, yeah, I'll let you go, Fink. Oh, yeah, no, I was just gonna say... Um, yeah, so what you were saying about, like, basing stuff off of, like, having nothing to go off of, like, for reference, I'm on loop 64. Um, which okay, is, okay. I won't say too much about any specifics obviously but uh there's um there's two big things that happen for progression one they introduce new mechanics i'll say to the loops as time goes on and the main method of progression is learning about your crew members they have information that you have to learn over time that's the main form of progress and i also oh sorry oh no i was just gonna say like the main thing or the main point of strategy in this game is like among us you have to keep an eye on the tendencies and personalities of the players that you're working with because they will have specific tells of like their actions like for example like one character would be bad at lying so like you can catch them pretty easily if you have a high intuition stat um there's stats in this game uh and they actually matter okay. a good a, a good amount um, that was that was yeah like one thing that i absolutely adore about this game is in the tutorial you a character pulls you aside and the game says, hey, this character has a high intuition stat. They can very easily tell when someone is lying. Every character yeah. in the game has the same set of stats that you work with. when Because every... Uh. Basically, d- depending on how well you do in the game, at the end of the loop, you get re- reward experience points, and then you can go back to your bedroom and, like, level up. So everyone else is working with the same pool of stats that you are, You have, but you you don't see what their stats are. You have to figure out what, what they're good at and what they're bad at, and it's... 
It's okay, pretty okay. cool. Yeah. That's cool. This game sounds cool. It's shit. pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. Cool. no, it's really I good. Thought, I thought, I thought this was like a scripted like VN thing. Oh no, it's very, it's it very like unscripted. Involved. Like again, it's Tokimeki Memorial Among Us. Yeah, and I was I was really something I love about the tutorial is that it just keeps adding more. Like the first ten loops are basically yeah. all like tutorial stuff. You can oh, still yeah, no. fill them. Okay. It goes, and let me tell you, it goes a long time before it unlocks like most of the things you'll be working with. Like I, I could it makes that. for a That's really cool. satisfying progression. Like like one of the early loops or whatever is like okay like. There's a point where I'm like, okay, I feel like I have everything figured out. And then the next loop starts, and then one of the characters looks at another another character and says, Oh, you're not one of those AC cultists, are you? And then okay. they explain to you that an AC cultist is someone, is a human who is not a Nausea, but is a, like, heretical religious follower of the Nausea. So they want to lose the game on purpose and sabotage the other humans. Okay, okay. It's, yeah, it's, that's it's, me. it's rad as shit. I'm an AC cultist. Um, yeah. That's pretty Yeah, so highly recommend. I hope it sticks the landing. I could see a million ways this game could go bad. Uh, but yeah, so far yeah. they have my trust almost completely, and I am very impressed by the 12 loops yeah. I've done. I wonder if you can speedrun this game. Oh man, like, I don't know. That's something I kind of like, wonder. I kind of wonder. Like, can you, can you finish the game within 50 loops? So I do it? know is that some, because you, part of it is that you do unlock scenes when certain, like... Okay, okay, guys, 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 okay. I'm gonna need you all to do uh -huh. a favor. I know we're doing a podcast. I need you all to shut the fuck up about this game because I want to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like that's it. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, no, like we're getting, we're ending it here. That's it. I I will yeah, say yeah, yeah. as we'll a closing thing, here. as a closing non-spoilerly thing, like one thing I appreciate about this game, you can make your player character explicitly non-binary. There are two characters in this oh, game cool. that are main cast members. They are non-binary. Yeah. Uh, the main character. Oh, the main secondary off. character is non-binary. What's really cool about them? Cool. They have a fe very feminine look. So like, I even like because one thing that like always like kind of bugs me is like, oh, all non-binary, all non-binary people are like androgynous or whatever. Like, so it's nice seeing yeah. like <laughs> a nice spectrum of like, oh yeah, even if they look this way, like they still have like this identity. So I appreciate yeah. that. That's a small that's thing cool. that cool. counts. Um, but yeah. That's it. it. Th that's, all, that's all we got. There's some there's some good characters. There's some good characters. I, I like the I like them all so far too. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely like it's like I I love the system driven like gameplay so much because you get attached to the characters just from like your interactions with them in the game. Like, oh yeah, no, I trust you. It's like, yeah, I trust you too. I got your back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I am curious. Yeah. We'll probably give a Nausea update next time because I definitely don't. I want to. I'm really curious what the fuck is going on here. Oh, yeah. No. Like, like <laughs> I want this game to have a really good, like, true ending. Like, I can feel it in my bones. Yeah. So, if you've been here for the last two hours, go play Nausea. Yeah. On Switch. Don't play Persona 5. Play Nausea. Fuck Persona 5. <laughs> that game it, sucks. It, weirds me out to know this game existed before Among Us did. And, like, I know, like, Werewolf and Mafia and all of them are games that go <laughs> yeah, back yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it is... 
fucked up how, like, complimentary... Like, specifically the fast-paced nature of, oh, we're doing multiple games of this in a row. Like, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, the secret is... Among Us is just Mafia, and we can play with people, and Mafia is very, very Yeah, fun. exactly. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. Because, like, Mafia, I feel... Because, like, I played Mafia back with friends and all that. I feel like that's a thing you do once or twice, and everyone, like, moves on with the rest of, like... Oh, yeah, that's it, party. You know? <laughs> but, like, mm -hmm. Among yeah. Us is something that people go at for hours on end, and that definitely has this energy to it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, highly recommend. Sure. It's on Switch. I don't know if it's on anything else. Uh, it's, yeah, I think it's only on Switch. Uh, my friend. It's only, sadly, yeah. sorry, I, I wish it was on yeah, PC, but it's only on Switch. Because yeah, it, it got featured in Indie World first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's probably why. Yeah. Uh, it will probably get to PC at some. Yeah, time. I yeah. think it's yeah. like twenty. You, I can't see the price of it anymore, but I think it's like twenty. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Right? If, if, yeah. if we keep tricking a bunch of Nintendo kids to buy Nausea, it will at yes. some point come to PC. So kids, <laughs> if you wanna play Among Us. Don't buy Among Us on the Switch, buy Nasia, please. Yeah. 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 You don't have to pay for Switch Online to play Nasia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. like Among so Us, you cheaper. like Zero Escape, like, you're gonna have a very good time. Very good time. Very okay. Virtue's last award like vibe. Them. Very last. Okay, that's good. That's good. Art style's That's great the one too. with the better vibes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um. Speaking of games that have monsters in them okay yeah. good. i'm gonna keep this short because no one gives a fuck about this game but i'm I've interested been, i've been playing go. monster train I've been i played a little train. bit of it too it's good it's uh, it's very very good so like for us okay so you guys know slay the spire yeah yep love that game. yeah it's like it's like roguelike single player like card game right so like you build your deck as you go through like your adventure and you your deck is gonna be randomly generated, so each run can be kind of different. Okay, I play a lot of Slay Spire. I did all the like level twenty ascension runs and shit. I had a lot of fun with. Very cool game. Okay, Monster Train is Slay Spire, but it's better. That's like all I'm gonna say about it. Like, what if we made? What if we grab Slay Spire and we made it better? To be more specific, it's also like kind of tower defensey. Like there's a tower defense aspect to it. You can, like, it is there, but like, if you don't care about tower defense, don't, it doesn't matter. It's like 95% card game, and then the, there's some tower defense aspects to the game. But I like the game a lot. Think of it pretty much as like, yo, Slave Spire, but with more customization options. You can like upgrade cards by reducing the cost or adding extra effects to them. Mm -hmm. and, you, and just like in Slave Spire, you can buy relics, and they're gonna release a DLC soon. Which is a really cool feature that lets you fuse cards Ooh. to like e oh, to give, give the effect of this card to this other card. Ooh. But when oh, you do that, you, when you do that, you make the game harder every time you do that. Huh. And if you want to be the true boss, you have to like do a lot to make the game as hard as possible. But at oh. the same time, like you're making the game harder, but right? you're getting like fucked up, broken units too yeah, by doing yeah, that. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of cool shit going on in this game. It's very pick up and friend, pick up and play friendly. The runs are not that long. Uh, also, like Slay Spire has four characters, while um, Monster Train does this cool thing of like there's like six classes and there's gonna be seven. One is a new patch releases, and each class has two champions. So, like there's one for example that focuses on healing, while one focuses on like 
not doing that much damage, but like do damage passively while they attack them. So like, and it's this for everything. Like there's like a class that has like a champion focus on like being very vanilla, big follower that does a lot of damage. And then there's one that's like the queen of all like parasites that can summon little parasites to help her out and do different things with them. And every time you upgrade your champion, they can get different effects too. So again, all of this is very variable. But the really cool part about this is that after you pick your champion, after you pick your, your class, like you pick your secondary class, and it's just, you just get the, car, the, the, the cards from that pool of the class without getting the champion. So you end up, like, you can have, like, a lot of cool combinations and do, like, a ton of cool shit with it. I honestly think if you, like, Slay the Spire, play Monster Train, it's Slay the Spire, but it's better. Yeah. That's all I, that's all I have to say about yeah, it. Yeah, so, that sounds cool as shit. If yeah, the game is very, very cool, yeah. I think the problem is it's fucking called Monster Train. And that's, that's an awful name. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad name yeah. for a video game. I thought, also, like, I thought okay. you were talking some, like, Thomas the Tank. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. At least in what the game is about, because it's fucking rad. It's about reclaiming hell from the angels that took it from you. And you go in a train to the depths of hell that's all frozen. And, and all they like Doom DLC. Like, it's so it, fucking cool. And like, the, the lore is cool. Reference? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, they could have just called it, like, Hell Train. Like, that's already an improvement. Yeah. Like, Hell Train yeah, sounds so cool. I, I uh, I, f I still feel like at some point I should just like give Slay the Spire a proper go because I feel like I need I now need to like have at least experienced that game enough because it has become a cornerstone of indie game development in a way I never <laughs> saw coming. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, like uh, for there's a lot of Slay the Spire clones now and this is the good yeah. one. So yeah, and like hey, guess what? Like I I in addition to my weird job, I also have an internship right now, and literally what they told us is hey, go play Slay the Spire. We want to make a card game. Like yeah, like that's the hot oh shit God. right now. Like, did they did they tell you to play one step from Eden too? No, that's kind yeah. of a card game. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is. But, it is kind yeah. of a card game, but like these people are like, yeah, no, like do some mobile card games. It's like, yeah, sure. Which okay. and and like Monster Train, like it's honestly like, what if like we made Slay the Spire with some tower defense aspects and we just make the systems very 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 deep, and yeah. you can customize the fuck out of it, the fuck out of it and have like. Lots of variations. It's also kind of shorter, in my opinion. And yeah, like the the, the the story, you know, like I don't care about like roguelite stories that much. But like, kind of cool. Like your health trying to retake, uh, like hell from the from the angels and shit. And it just has a really really stupid name. So yeah, I wish it was called something else. Yep. Um, I keep associating it this with like, what is it? There's a show called Monster Prom or some shit. Too. Yeah. That's all. That's yeah. the shit all the kids love. I, I keep associating it with monster in my pocket. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler, if you're listening to the. No. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Please, uh, honestly, if you like Slay the Spire and you want better Slay the Spire, go play Monster Train. And is, I'm is it only on Steam I'm, or is it on other things too? Do you know? I, it's on Android also, I think. Okay. Right. I don't know, but look it up. I don't. I, I don't fucking do like marketing and shit. Um, I, <laughs> I will do. say it's on right? Android. <laughs> okay, it's on Android too. Like take this from someone who like not only just played Slade Spire until like a session three and gave up, right? I I played I I pretty much platinum that game. I like that game a lot, and I like this one better. So that's all I wanna say. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So, Monster Train, better than Persona 5. Yeah, Monster Train, better than Persona 5. You know which game is not better than Persona 5? Well, no, d d don't do this. Don't, oh, don't, no. don't you dare oh, say I'm it! I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Oh. Oh. Lorazen, take the lead, bro. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, you were expecting us to do your job do for you? Like, come on, dude. Yeah. I'll fucking do it, that's, I'll that's, fucking that's do that's it. Fair. Fucking host. That's fair. No, you know what? Lorazen, I can do it, I can do it. I can do it, I can do it, okay? Yeah, coward. So, like, a few years ago... Russell invited us to do like a pretty much a podcast of us detailing our experience playing to the I game Y2K. What's it? What 2K? What? What's a like postmodern RPG? Yeah, postmodern yeah. RPG. Okay. We call it Yik. What are we calling it Yik from now on? And Yik. pretty much that game is garbage, and we documented our live reactions to it. There's like ten hours us, plus of us talking about this game. Yes. We, uh -huh. we put way too much effort for this if, fucking game. Oh, yeah. If you want to hear oh, yeah. about how, like, this robot dungeon gave me depression for, like, a day, you can go and listen to it. It's important. That game fucking sucks, and it sucks for a lot of reasons. And, like, mm -hmm. one of the main reasons why it sucks is because... What's the name of, like, the real lady that this is based on? Uh, um, yeah. Lisa, uh, so... Eliza. Yes, you, you, yeah. Uh, who... This ties in in a weird way. Um, so... There's multiple controversies surrounding this game when it came out, and uh, also it just became a very popular internet punching bag where people were, like, posting ridiculous, like, dialogue and, and things from it and making fun of it online. It, it Very widespread hate uh, surrounding this rather, like, ra seemingly random, like, came-out-of-nowhere indie game for a lot of people. Um, so... We made our podcast after that stuff had gone down, but one of the big things that we noted was that... Um, the game takes base heavily based one of its characters and the events surrounding that character around a real life woman who uh tragically died under kind of weird circumstances uh known as Elisa Lamb. Uh this also kind of came back up and I think honestly in a roundabout way maybe caused what we're about to talk about because um there is a recent Netflix documentary called Crime Scene which I honestly I my sister liked it a lot. I don't like it. I'm halfway through it right now. It's like four episodes, I think. And I also, I don't think it's very respectful and kind of exploitative, but I don't know. I, I'll have to finish it before I can fully weigh in on it, but I, I think it kind of sucks and is another, yet another in a tragically long series of true crime media that have been uh, unfortunately basing stuff off of this woman's death who, um, the more you look into it, it, it just seems like she had a very unfortunate mental break. Yeah. Uh, she she was yeah. suffering from mm -hmm. various mental illnesses, and it, it was very tragic. So, um, yeah, and the game, like, it was clearly heavily, directly inspired by, like, this the incident. It is made. not hard to think about it. it yeah. Um, for yeah. more context, there, there part of the reason this blew up online is that there is security camera footage of her acting a, a little bizarre and the game bases a shot of like the basically basically steals that thing. I don't know. Let me restart. The game basically takes that elevator footage and bases it around a, a game, uh, a horror scene in the game, uh, in a way that just really leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And there's mm -hmm. other similarities and stuff. But basically, like a lot of people called it out as being like, "What the fuck? Why would you do this sort of stuff?" Um, yeah. 
So then recently, people have been talking about it on Twitter because Yuck has been getting updates. It's on Game Pass now. I guess apparently yes. a vinyl soundtrack came out for it, too. Of course. That's the did. only good thing that can come out of it. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, vinyl. Huh. So, <laughs> imagine having ha- a vinyl fuck. player. Couldn't be me. Okay, I'm gonna give anyone a pro tip that wants to get into vinyl. Okay, don't do it. Buy yourself wood headphones. It's yes. the same. <laughs> um, it's literally the goddamn same thing. Go buy yourself some good ass headphones. It will cost you half the money. It will be the same fucking sound. I, like, I, I have no. Go donate that money to charity for fuck's sake. But yeah, go on. I, I have no stance on on the viability of collecting vinyl. I think they're neat. <laughs> I think they're neat. <laughs> Big disco uh, spin. There, there's some crazy people who put the fucking Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack on vinyl, and I'm like, you know what? They can do that. That's cool. <laughs> I'm down for that. That's fair. So, so anyways. That's fair. Yeah. So, um, people were also bringing up and talking about the Elisa Lamb stuff on Twitter. Uh, when the X Studios Twitter account posted a statement... Um, basically firing back, uh, hold on, let me unblock them real quick. We'll get into why I blocked them. <laughs> I, have, I have a statement here. I have a statement right here. Okay. No one else supposed to in, like, the Discord. Uh, so that someone with, that doesn't have an accent reads it. Okay. <laughs> there we go. It's, it's right there on the Discord. <laughs> uh, I'll read it. Yik is about internet communities who obsess over missing persons. It's about looking for meaning in unhealthy places. Sammy Pack is not Elisa Lamb. She is a stand-in for the types of missing people who woefully develop an obsessive internet following. Okay, let me interrupt you for a second. No, it's fuck. It's about fucking Elisa Lamb. It... It's not about that. It's about Elisa Lamb. Like, what? Hey, 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 no, okay. I, I do want to say that. No, like as soon as I did get through that first paragraph, I'm like, oh, you are so fu-. like anyone. Okay. Would... Also, you know what? I'm gonna say that it is about. Uh, the standing for the types of, of missing people who awfully develop an obsessive internet following. It's about that too, but it's mostly about the Islam though. Like, yeah. it's about the Islam. But is, yeah, keep going. It is an it. insult to anyone's intelligence with com- basic comparative analysis skills that yeah. these two were not related or were not intended yeah. to. Like, to imply that... The, that that character was not meant to evoke people familiar with the case, like, those same thoughts is bafflingly gross. And also, Antonov, you pointed this out on Twitter, too. The fact that you're a creator... Okay, no, keep breathing, keep breathing, keep breathing, keep breathing, because it gets... I'm gonna talk about it in the next two paragraphs. I'm gonna talk about it in the next two paragraphs. The game condemns this behavior and goes as far as to say that if you act like this, and if you treat your friends with disrespect, it will destroy your world. Sammy never falls in love with Alex, as she doesn't exist. She is a figment of Alex's imagination, a construct of his ego to protect itself from having to accept the fact that reality isn't what he wants it to be. It's saying you are not the protagonist of a story. You are one of many people who live in a shared reality. It is not yours to destroy. The KNN ending, which as a side note is the alternate ending of the game, is about Alex fully giving into that delusion rather than facing reality and attempting to escape the consequences of his behavior now okay okay imagine okay i'm gonna i'm gonna um, like people feel free to mute to mute yourselves i'm gonna give big spoilers for Mineko right here okay imagine if ryukushi seven 
Imagine if Rukushi 7 was like, actually, Umineko is about like the life of this man who like, he, this man who lost his memories and is trying to rebuild like the life he had by writing books about it and uh, actually like it's about, you know, accepting that the reason why things happen is because we don't understand. Like, fuck off! You can't like just go and explain <laughs> yeah, the symbolism of your game, you don't fucking asshole! It's not a and good you know look. what? Well, I I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I actually believe them, you know? I actually, I will say I believe them, yeah. Sammy never existed. Like, maybe if you look hard into the game enough, you can tell that she was never real. And it was all, think, a, all a fake man of Alex's imagination. Sure, like, she's in, like, a, a forum post, though. Like, yeah, yeah. But what, what I'm going to say is, like, maybe, like, there's hints, you know, that Sammy was never meant to be there. But I'm going to say something. I'm very good at catching on, like, symbolism and what actually happened because I went through fucking, like, reading comp like reading comprehension and I went to, like, fucking, like, um, audiovisual art comprehensions, like, story comprehension because I went to fucking college for this shit. And let me fucking tell you, it's not fucking clear in this fucking video game that that's the thing. Like... More people will have catch on to that. Like my, I truly believe the writer of this game that he tried to make like Samic Park more of a desire than an actual like character, you know. And it will be like a cool reveal if you actually like with with if you play through the game again, which I fucking want because that game fucking sucks. Um, if you play through the game again, knowing that Sam is in real and it's all an illusion in, in Alex's cell, maybe there's some cool shit there. But you fucking fucked up and like showing us this, you know. Writers like David Lynch get away with doing all this like cryptic bullshit in their shows because there's actually meaning to this shit. And like when you go watch like even the new season of fuck, I can't I can't say the name now. Deadly Premonition, but for real. Twin people. Peaks. Twin Peaks is fucking though, yeah. If you go watch if, if you go if you go watch the newest season That's the title of this podcast. If, if you go watch the newest season of Twin Peaks, there's a lot of this bullshit of like this isn't actually happening or we're showing you it's not happening. But there's meaning to it and you can get it when watching the fucking thing. You can't do this when playing Geek because Geek fucking sucks. It's written like shit. There's a moment in which you have to climb a fucking mountain attached to a goddamn hippie or his friend in India because this motherfucking main character forgot to read the back of the box that had the answer he wanted to all along. This game is fucking garbage. And you know what? Fuck it, you can give the benefit of the doubt to this game that this is the way it is, but guess fucking what? The rest of the game fucking sucks too. The characters are garbage. It fucking sucks to play. The story is not fucking sensical. It tries to be one thing and there's the other fucking thing. Like, it's so fucking bad. This game is fucking garbage. The you made a you garbage project. You saw the thing <laughs> that gets me is that... Oh I feel like this is a fundamental misunderstanding like even if sammy isn't real that doesn't mean like you still took the real death of a person for imagery yes. for your game that doesn't change anything yeah like like and again and like my thing is that like, even forgetting the sammy thing even fucking forgetting the sammy pack thing that's the most disgusting part of all this game there's a ton of other disgusting shit in this game that has nothing to do with real life people, it's just that the fucker who wrote this is a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like that's it. Like I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, I'm I, I'm sorry to like the, the brothers. I know one of them's kinda right, but like the main writer behind this is a fucking weirdo and you can tell by playing this game. 
Because when we write things, when we write something, we put ourselves into it. We put our beliefs into it. And you can tell this fucker is fucked in the head because he fetishizes women all the fucking time. Like, who writes, he, who he, writes a joke about black people and fucking lockpicks, man? Yeah, like they write a joke about black people being able to lockpicks and he goes, no, I can't do it. But he goes, actually, I can, though. And, like, they fetishize race. They, at some point, like, touch onto, like, suicide and very, like, very delicate subjects in the worst way possible. This game is fucking garbage. And, like, I, it's, like there's garbage out there that I will tolerate people defending because, like, yeah, I don't know, it's interesting. And, like... Like Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, and even then, like... There's content out there, you know? I'll say, I like the Chronicles of Narnia a lot. Those books are fucked up. But, like, <laughs> those books are fucked up. Chronicles of Narnia is like a fucked no, up racist-ass right. right. series. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But, like, there's something there to enjoy, right? There's fucking nothing to enjoy in Yig. This game is just fucking bad. And I don't fucking get the people on Twitter going to the front. <laughs> you're jump, you're jumping so, the gun. You're the one jumping the gun now. We okay. Gotta, so... Um, do, should I even bother reading the rest of the statement? No, it's okay. fine. We, we, we got, got to the, the part that was important. Well, well, he does recommend a second playthrough so yeah, that I can yeah, put yeah. all the puzzle pieces together. Oh, yeah, no, 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 hold uh, on. Yeah, I do want to say also, too, that, um, I, I also, I think someone else pointed this out, but it's kind of funny that, like, in, later on, they're like, we, we actually recommend that you, uh, or... Er, you should know that people obsessed with true crime stuff exist. If you'd seen the documentary about the Cecil Hotel, which is, again, referred to the Elisa Lab case, it's like, you keep making the comparison yourself, but then trying to distance yourself away from it. Like, yeah. make up your mind. Like, but oh anyways, yeah. what, I, what I wanted to say is that, as often happens whenever X Studios goes out and, um, like, exposes their ass like this, people on Twitter are like, sh- sh- man, shut the fuck up. Uh, I took the time to fight back against the idea that Yuk is a cautionary tale in any like sense of the word by tweeting a... I had nothing else to do at work, so I just tweeted out a thread about uh, looking at the game and its merits as a cautionary tale and how the game's world building and like a lot of plot developments undermine the thematic crux that that game hinges on. Uh, which is the idea that Alex is a person who is a piece of shit and doesn't grow and has to face consequences, but the game doesn't do a good job of delivering those consequences, and in many cases sets things up so that it's not particularly clear that he's even actually being like facing those consequences. Um, so yeah, I'll link to that actually. But anyways, uh, mm-hmm. I got to a point where this was kind of my my thesis tweet of this thread essay I wrote. Um, where I say the core problem with Yik is that it wants to be a story about how narcissism is bad but can't bring itself to realize that thinking the entire world will end because of your own interpersonal failings is in and of itself egregiously a narcissistic thing to believe um, which like that's the thing like Al- Alex's failures cause the world to end that's not how narcissistic people failure works their lives get ruined <laughs> and maybe they bring down some of the people along them but you're not important enough to end the world buddy um yeah and like you could argue that the world ending is alex ending like alex world ending you know and like we don't have to take it literally but fuck you i don't give a fuck the game's presented like presents itself they, very yeah. poorly it's very yeah. hard to he understand does the world building constantly Act studios does say that it's open to interpretation this is our interpretation well, yeah 
Well, I mean, the game constantly reinforces the idea that Alex needs to get over himself and learn he's not important, but then also makes him, like, a central force within the multiverse, which is yep. a interesting yeah, creative yeah. choice if you want to do that story. But uh, anyway, so at some point, X... It studio... will work, you know? Like, you could like you could honestly make a very interesting story out of what, of what Geek is trying to do, right? Like, if you gave it to, like, a capable writer, like, I'm pretty sure it could be a pretty dope story. The I think is... most, like... I think there's a bunch well, of, like, isekai shit that has done this, one, to be honest. Well, I mean, if you go so back to there... the podcast we recorded, there's even stuff that we, like, yeah. were like, yeah, this is pretty, like, a cool idea, like the phone calls with the dead yeah. people and stuff like that. But, right, Fang, yeah. what were you going to say? I... No, I was just going to say, uh, as our good friend Derry uh, posted on their Twitter at some point in time, uh, the recent indie game Omori, which I've played uh, a couple hours of, uh, is I I hate to say it, but Mori kind of feels like a better take on some of the concepts in Yik. Like there's a other okay. world. So better Yik. Better Yik. <laughs> I I really hate I really hate to admit it, but like small brain Omori, big brain. Like there is there is a Venn diagram of Omori and Yik that is surprisingly overlapping, and Omori is a at least from what I played so far a better game overall. Um, so and and I'm gonna give like my closing thoughts on this because I like we we mentioned this a lot in the other podcast as well, but I wanna like give this i want to make everyone understand that even if everything that says in this statement is true right even if mm-hmm. like there's actually like no correlation to some uh, to the events with sammy pack uh, no sorry to elisam uh, if there's look look at how fucking correlated that shit but like yeah if like there's no correlation to elisa lamb and like uh, she, Sammy was never like real, and that's all part of the story. And it's a cautionary tale about this type of behavior. Even if all of this is true, this game still fucking sucks. That's the worst part about it. Like this game still plays like shit. The presentation is awful. Like there's no sense of pacing. The pacing in this game is fucking garbage. Like even if all of this was like. Like even if all the rest, the other aspects of this game were, were good, all the rest is so fucking bad that I I wouldn't be able to appreciate it anyway. I uh... and also this comes from the same like this thing about like humility, you know, and understanding that you are not the center of the universe comes from the fucker who put at the end of his final boss fight, a, like a travel sequence in which Alex talks to the protagonist of the first game. And the protagonist of their first game tells them that don't worry, all the things are hard, but it can't get better. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. If you're not fucking Koshima, you can't make that. You can't make that with game two, motherfucker. That's something you do when you are like a, 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 someone that's been in this industry for years and released a ton of games. And oh, look, Big Boss is telling me to keep going. Hell yeah, Big Boss. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I feel like you're spoiling Death Stranding some shit, you know? Like, yo. I feel like this is a thing that happens in this <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, but that, like, so, like, sorry about all of, like, you know, like, not thinking you're the center of the world, because I think this fucker think he's the center of the world in real life, too. So, whatever. We, we haven't even it gotten to sucks. the meat of what I wanted to talk about with all this, which I okay. find hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, but... 
Say your thing, Russell. <laughs> so the X Studios Twitter account, for the first time in my life, I've been contacted by someone involved with the creation of Yik. I'm not going to pretend to know who exactly is running this Twitter account. It might be Andrew. Uh... Response to the tweet I just read out about about the world ending and narcissism and all that, um, with sorry it uh, sorry it wasn't clear to you, what you just said was exactly what the story is about. If you want to discuss story <laughs> oh, details God. like this in depth, you can join this fan made Discord. I imagine the community would enjoy discussing different perspectives. Which also just right off the bat, I wanted to say I looked at this tweet for a while. Like, did, am I reading this wrong? And then immediately, like the rest of y'all saw it, you're like, "That's a really weird response." I'm like, "Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only person." Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he actually read the thread all the way. It's kind of a weird thing to say because, like, I basically yeah. just. Talked about how shit and poorly put together his game story was, and he's like, "That's exactly what hey, this is like, about." Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's which shit. which speaks to like <laughs> you're right. the critical reading skills and on display here. But like, mm. so so mm. that happened, and I was like ready to put that behind me or whatever, and I just kind of laughed. Like that was that is a one of the weirder things I have ever experienced on my journey as an online game personality person in the loosest and most pathetic sense that I could be one. Um, uh-huh. and then something amazing happened, which is the defense force of the handful of people that search for Yik, anything Yik related on Twitter, got a hold of this thread and felt the need to defend the game, which is a thing that they, they frequently do. And people who have shit talked Yik before on Twitter have had this happen where random people who don't even know them, will look up and be like, oh, stop spreading misinformation about this game. Did you actually play this game? Are you just dunking on it to join the hate train? Uh, yes, absolutely. Hell yes, um, I'm trying to join this fucking which train. Which is certainly an interesting way to spend your free time. Um, uh-huh. Especially when uh-huh. one of them is a guest composer who worked on the game, but doesn't say that when they go into your mentions to yell at you. So I guess I've been... I've gotten shit question mark from two different people who have been involved with making me now um it's it's just weird and i it it i can't say i'm surprised anymore with anything online people do but i i am genuinely sad that there are people who feel so attached to something creative like this that they feel the need to defend its honor to strangers who are just doing whatever the fuck on their own profile it's fucking crazy because like when you read the defense forces like tweets they're actually pretty intelligent you know they have some type of intelligence it's just that when you keep reading it it's like what the fuck's wrong with you you're crazy the thing thing, so one of them the one that got me was this person who started like talking shit and then said so- like clearly I was not budging and then said something like oh well we sh- uh I think there are things more more worthwhile to dunk on on the internet than yik I think we should both go to bed which is the audacity to say that when you come into my my profile yeah this is not this is not the home field dude you don't dude, have this home is not field something advantage. that's like openly like, searchable that would be like imagine if this i was age. in my backyard talking about how much i fucking love candy corn and then someone showed up 
and like walked onto my property and was climbed, like, climbed up the fence. Climbed the fence know? and was like, actually, candy corn fucking sucks. And I was like, no, I actually like candy corn. If and then you, they were like, well, I if, think we should both think we should both call it a day. And it's like, what the what the fuck are you doing here, bud? If you if you use Twitter and you look through a tweet and you click on the quote tweet uh, button and you see the quote tweet. And you look at a quote tweet and go, hmm, maybe I should start a discussion with this person. You are using this site wrong. It's, it is. You are absolutely using this site wrong. I think it is a very wrong. ironic thing that this game about a man who does not know proper social etiquette has fans who seem to really gel with that fact. But, like, uh-huh. I, I genuinely think that people who feel compelled to do this should maybe rethink their relationship with media because i i do not think this is a healthy thing to spend your free time doing i i highly encourage people who do this to maybe think about what it looks like when someone clicks on your profile and sees that you spend a good portion of your free time looking up the name of a game so that you can yell at people about it if they have dissenting opinions from you and your friends uh that's just a weird thing to do um, and also, so no, the other thing about that, that person who like said the, oh, I think there's other worthwhile things on the internet to talk about than yuck or whatever. That person said something like, well, you're kind of like told me, oh, you're kind of the guy when it comes to people who, who always <laughs> go on talking about how much they hate yuck. And that's decidedly not true. Like if you look through my tweet history, the amount of time I've spent in the past year talking about yuck. It's very small compared to my basically anything else I use Twitter for. The only reason it looks like I think that talking about more than the Yik only reason you. the only reason it looks like that is because the only reason you see my tweets is because you are you have this weird fixation on looking up all Yik related things that are happening on Twitter, and you see my name pop up every time I happen to talk about Yik. But I I am a very well-rounded individual who mostly just talks about Gundams or model kits or dumb RPG horse shit I'm doing yeah. or, or bitching about how much I hate my job. Like, <laughs> and like you know, if you like want a normal Twitter person, if if you want to like build your personality around defending a piece of media that you like, one, please don't. And two, if you really want to, like, please don't make it about the game that has a boss who is a golden alpaca screaming limb. Which is apparently, which is apparently being voiced by uh, good old Wesker now. Um, Yeah. The latest updates. That's kind of insane. At least, at least pick a better heel, dude. At least, I don't know, do it for personal fight, Like, I was, I was gonna say, yeah, like, my only thing with, like, these people... Like, it's just that, like, sure, you do whatever you want with your time. That's not my problem. Like, just the fact that, like, I feel like there are bigger assholes out there that you could be defending that I would respect more just because those assholes have more conviction, I would say. (laughs) Like, just... I think, you know what I'll say? I think someone... Screaming at me for saying Trump's a piece of shit is way more respectable than the guy coming defending you. I'll say it right Damn. now. Like, I think that guy at least has a political party, you know? Like, way better than the fucking video game with the golden alpaca. Like, that, like, just, oh god, like, just, the Alan, like, the, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like they stand for anything, like, 
the the person writing yik just like it's like yep you you think the game sucks well that's the point like you think the game's great that's the point like just like just every i mean I, and i've said i've said this on yik picks i'm pretty sure but like just the well well by johnson yeah no anyways, johnson dc Discord. but he'll probably be back no, as I was saying, as I was saying, like, I've said this before on Yik Picks, probably, but, like, just, like, this, the public statements on, like, Eliza Lamb stuff, like, that, like, I feel like it's just an overall extension of, like, just their general, like, biggest, like, um, cardinal sin of being, like, a game designer, developer of any kind, which is biting back at feedback and playtesters. Like, they, like, just consistently, they always put things out and, like, don't really seem to playtest super rigorously or take feedback either seriously in a positive way. Usually, they, like, just ignore it or, like, bite back in whatever varying degrees and, like... Just, like, just from, like, both, like, story-wise, like, yeah, like, just given, like, given benefit of the doubt that everything they say in their statement is true and is their intent, like, Sammy Pack is not Eliza Lamb, uh, minus all of the illusions, like, sure, okay, maybe that was your intent, but the feedback that you get from people reading and experiencing the story brings up that oh the subtext of the story points to something that has very unfortunate implications um to which you go okay like maybe that wasn't our intent the normal thing to do as a good game designer is to take that feedback and see how you can rework it so that you can make your intents more clear they did not do that. Same thing with their very last... The very I, I specifically brought this up just to say... Talk about the very last segment um, of the statement. Um, in the latest Yik update, um, they updated the combat system to have an element system in order to create more depth to the game. Now, disregarding the fact that as a game designer, element systems don't offer more depth if you just tack it on without integrating it into the battle system from the very beginning, like Persona, for example. Disregarding that, uh, there is an additional boss at the beginning of the game, a Wilhelm, a robot, which was a, mentioned in the original game, I'm pretty sure, uh, in a one-off line, yeah, but yeah, they yes added... Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, yes. Added back in as a new boss... Which, okay, cool, they have new content, um, like that idea, but that fight basically introduces the element system that they added in, uh, and there was a little bit of, a little bit of discourse, uh, yik course, because, uh, Eliza Lamb's elements was water, which, um, if you know anything about that case, there are some unfortunate implications there as well. Yeah. Um... And I, I will I say, I don't think, I genuinely don't think they did that on purpose, but at oh, the yes, same time, yes, absolutely. Like they have put themselves in a position where I understand why someone makes that read in good faith, like as a misunderstanding. Yes. Yes. And, I, I was and going, that's my thing here. Yes, is I was going I, to say. These people don't seem to understand that 
once you put a piece of work of your own creative output out into the world, it's it no longer belongs to you in that way. Like, people are able to make their readings, and I, yes. I think the fact that so many people played this and had the understanding and drew the parallel between Elisa Lam and Sammy Pack should go to show that you horribly, if, if that was truly not your intention to draw between those two, which I, I again, yes. it, it's so blatant that it's hard for me to think that there was not a lot of thought put into the framing of that uh, to evoke that yes. say, that real world element. Um, it The onus should really be on you to say, hey, we fucked up. We did not want people to yes. take this and and you know make make this comparison. We really screwed up in how we told our story or how we portrayed some elements, uh, you know, and not go on Twitter to quote retweet with a essay infographic about how you're just misunderstanding my fucking story, you nerd. Which is basically what happened. Yes. Which is just yes. I, I, I'm not going to pretend I, I make art or anything that's really super meaningful on the internet. I I would be embarrassed to write something equivalent to this about something I put out on my channel or on like a podcast feed absolutely. or something. It is, it yeah. just goes every, it, it goes against honest to God everything I believe about create, creating things and apologizing when you do wrong mm. by people. It just, it's fun. I don't yeah. know. It just blows <clears throat> my fucking mind, but. Oh, like yeah. I'll have, I, I will sure. have more respect if if he went like yeah, like yeah, like Sammy Park is a Lisa bitch, just deal with it. Like at least like it wouldn't seem safe, yeah. fake as fuck, you know. Yeah. But yeah. like yeah, just yeah, all of that. Um, I definitely agree with all of that. Like I like I do think that yes, the element thing was just a very unfortunate uh, coincidence due to a very their running theme of not really thinking through their design all that much um and like i just think i i just the key thing that like just really just seals the deal for me is like your implicate like they just tell you straight up like oh if you think this your implication is disrespectful which is like you know like like i just like i'm just thinking like just from like the playtesting feedback process, just, if you get feedback about your game that, like, this thing has something bad about it, like, you just, like, this game sucks, you you don't go to the playtester and say, oh, well, you're just reading it wrong, or, like, no, no, like, what are you doing? Like, like and I, like, you know, like, you, they, the cliche of the customer is always right is, like, like, sure, maybe sometimes they're wrong about some things, but, like, if there's such a visceral reaction on such a wide scale, like, you have to think that there's something underlying there, at least to some extent, that would lead to, like, something, you know? Like, it's not fake, it's real. Like, there's no conspiracy against, I, like, your game. I also think, yeah, that's one thing. It's almost like it's kind of narcissistic to believe that your game is being widespread bad faith like read by people and not that maybe you fucked up and tell your story but also um i uh-huh. i i'm constant i was constantly blown away by people saying oh well they had to make the statement because the by people i mean the people who are name searching yik and defending it from anyone who who is a non-believer um i 
I found it baffling. <laughs> I, I found it baffling that that crowd was yeah. saying, "Oh, well, this statement had to be made because there was such a gross misreading going around." And I'm like, even if that is gross, the it's only not... reason that that could have been that was only possible because the game is already fucking disgusting at how it depicts the subject matter. Like, th- th- start at the source, people. We, it that shouldn't have been in yeah. there, and it's it's horrible that they. But yeah, I don't know. I think feel like we're talking. Yeah. Please read yeah. the game. I feel like we're defend. talking circles. No, I don't know if I have anything else to say. This oh yeah, no. I, I, like, yeah, I'm just I, preaching. We're just I, preaching I, at the core. The last, the the last thing I want to say for real. The, the last thing I want to say for real is I bet the fuckers that are defending this game they never fucking played it. Like no way they fucking played it. Oh yeah. I, I refuse to believe they did. Oh, like no fucking way they played this piece of shit because they fucking wouldn't. That game's uh, they only watch like YouTube let's plays of it and like. Didn't experience the pain that is moving around in this game and fighting yeah. it. So, yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, like, I, like just as my closing thing, I've said this at the close of Yik Picks, and I'll say it again. Like, game development is hard. I get it. <laughs> Making creative work is hard. I get it. Getting feedback that's bad is hard. I get it. But you, you know what you do. Like, you just take it, you say, yep, that's a bad thing, I'll do better next time, and you try again next time, and do good by your word, and respect people. Like... I just prefer if they didn't fucking lie to me. Yeah, like... (laughs) You don't have to double down all the time. Stupid fuckers. So, like... I don't want an apology. I just want I, some fucking acknowledgement I'm, that you fucked up like a like a normal human. I'll, being. Not, I'll just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not even talking anymore. Too. It's fine. Because like, like, that's yeah. the thing is like, yeah. well, like I keep hearing like, well, if you join the Discord and talk to them, they're actually really humble. I'm like, that that could be the case. I don't fucking know. I I I shouldn't have to talk to the creator of a thing to judge their work, for one thing, and also. Yeah. From public perception wise, every public statement that they've made has been pretty bad. Like between the podcast yeah. thing yeah. that people keep saying, "Oh, well, it was a podcast about," uh, uh, it was exaggerated, and like, "Oh, this this statement isn't that." Like no, every public statement that's come out since has just been doubling down on the the bad shit, and it's like just take the L, just. I don't know. It, whatever. Yeah. Let's get to emails. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Any emails? I, I can't believe we uh, we started the Yuck Hate Force. No, we, did, uh, <laughs> we didn't. Like, let's get to emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running a short of time. We're running short of time. Uh, let's see. Well, <laughs> it's 3 a.m. Uh, Derry says, hey, sorry, it's Derry. I'm writing this real quick before work. I've been trying to puzzle out the story vehicle while I disassociate out the clock. I think I figured it out. The only way it makes sense is if the whole world was Alex's distorted reality. Or no matter how hard he fucks up, he still walks away with no consequences. But under this interpretation, the themes of the game still make no sense. Because literally everything revolves around Alex still. And uh, then also, uh, also, uh, I got a commemorative postcard for my hard work. And this is honestly worse than my old job, giving me a pudding cup as a reward. I hate it here. Have a good day, gang. Oh. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't got anything yeah, to add to that. I feel like we've, yeah. we've yicked, yicked out. Yeah, we yeah. got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also, Derry uh, also uh, recommends yeah. Omori instead of Yik. I want to <laughs> yeah. play it. I will play it. I will play it after Nosia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonia. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, 
I was, do, do you have something else to add? I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, fuck you, fans. Fans. <laughs> like honestly, like I, I will say, if you enjoyed and like whatever you got a lot out of it, I don't care. More power to you. You don't need yeah. to have a persecution complex about other people. Look, yeah. man, if you like want to fight it, me, let's fight. Yeah, you like, know what? Let's go. What's good? Look. Like, I enjoy a lot of things that other people think are dog shit, but, like, the difference is I don't look them up on Twitter so that I can yell at people and scream at them because you fuck... yeah. that's how some people choose to spend their you time. You gonna fight a Persona fan talking shit about you? Come on, yeah. dude. Yeah. Dude, can you imagine the world where I look up Persona 5 and go to every fucking Joker avatar and be like, actually, the game is very bad compared to its predecessor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> I would be... That'd be hella cool. Wait, yep, what? Yep. I'd be a fantasy. <laughs> 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 that's that's next email. That's that's next email. Next email. Next email. Uh, so he just says, hey guys, did you ever expect it to keep coming back to haunt you, or are you unpleasantly surprised? Uh, I, I don't fucking know. I don't... I'm done talking about Geek after this podcast. Yeah, the I, last time I'll... I think I am too. My... My only last word about Yik is, hey, I will say, the one positive thing that came out of Yik is that it did inspire me to start making 3D video games, because, hey, like, if if the Yik guys can do it and fail upwards, then what's stopping me? What's stopping me? So, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, before, like, I didn't really have much, like, I shouted out Yik picks because I thought it was a good thing we all made, like, when, like, when Yik came out on Game Pass, I was like, oh, hey. Y'all should check out Yik Picks and Derry's blog and stuff like that. This is good stuff that'll, like, you know, I think we did really good work talking about this game. And, like, I've done that a few times. Uh, and then when they came out with the update stuff, I was kind of like, uh, this, I don't care to ever, like, look yeah. deeply into this enough to, like, play the game again. Uh, the only reason I, like, I think any of us brought this back up was because they, they made the statement and it was so egregiously bad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's not worth our energy. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, like I'm believe. doing good because Yik. I I'm like a year plus uh, in on 3D games. I I got a pretty good handle now. So thanks thanks Axe Studios. Um, I'm going to make something that won't be. I don't think it'll be the best thing ever, but I'm gonna be happy with it, and it's probably gonna be I, good. I, uh, so. I'm a, I, I'm on the opposite boat. I just don't have standards for JRPGs anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like, it, it, if you're a JRPG and you're you are not, if as I don't shit have to walk Yik, through a maze to fine. level up, you're you're doing a good job. Yeah, like yeah, fuck it, know. like let's let's get into Neptunia. Why not? Like fuck, shit. Honestly, Real I would shit. rather play all of Real Neptunia. Shit. I would rather play all of Neptunia. Like, dude, it... Neptunia is on the PS5. We can play that shit. Oh, no, yeah, I'm done with you forever. Yeah, well, that that was it. If you want to send us emails, that would be good topics of conversation or questions that you think would be fun for us to talk about. You can do that by emailing us at lastheartleftpod at gmail dot com. Once again, that is lastheartleftpod at gmail.com all one word um yeah i feel i don't know about i mean this depends on all y'all schedules and i'm sure other people in this group will probably want to jump in and talk about stuff or whatever but i want to try getting back into the podcast routine swing a thing again i don't know how often we'll be able to do these but uh it's fun to do these i had a lot of fun tonight doing this oh yeah i can do this whenever i quit my job so i can do podcasts there you go (laughs) my shop's a joke so i can move things around hey guess what my job is also a joke <laughs> um so you're one of the um i'm unemployed 
That's so, yeah. Uh, nice I, talk to yeah, I, had, I had fun tonight. Thank, thanks, thanks yeah. everyone. Same mm-hmm. here. Who do we vote to go to cold sleep? Uh, I, I don't fang. know. I don't know, fang. man. Rosin sounds like a nausea right now. Hmm. I'm just saying. I thought, said, I, I thought you said a Nazi for a second. <laughs> 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 